Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. The Actress and Me by Red Tempest Chapter 01 The Meeting A group of us went to Las Vegas for the huge 1982 equipment show. The plane got in Sunday just a little after 12, noon, and by the time we got our bags, grabbed a cab, got to the Imperial Hotel, and into our rooms it was close to 2 p.m. I went down to the casino and played some blackjack. Put 20 bucks down and played four hands lost and left real quick. I meet up with Dick and he took me over to the crap table to show me how to play. 50 bucks later I stepped back from the table to review my cash flow. I did not expect to lose 70 bucks in less than an hour. The gang was going to look around and we headed down the street to Knob Hill and Casino Royale. They stopped in and I kept going on down to the sands. I told them to give me a call on the cell phone when they're ready to go to dinner. I left and went down the street to Sands to look at that hotel, see if the Rat Pack was in there, even though I knew they would not be there. This being my first time in Vegas, I wanted to see as much as possible. I did not realize just how long of a walk that was. I was sitting at the bar in the Sands having a drink, kind of lost in my thoughts, thinking about things that has happened to me in the last couple of years. She sat down next to me, but I was not paying any attention to what was going on around me. She must have said something to me, because finally she says hello is there anyone home. I turn and look at her and my jaw just drops. She must have been created by the old Greek gods. She was a vision of a loveliness. I said sorry what did you say? She giggled and said nothing really you just look like a person who is lost. I said not really, I am just kind of in deep thoughts. She replied penny for your thoughts. She said that her name was Shannon Summers, and I told her my name was Herman Thomas Wright, but everyone calls me Tom, except my mother. She chuckled at my first name, I told her I was named after my grandfather on my mother's side. I told her that this was my first time in Vegas, and it is kind of lonely due to the fact that my wife just divorced me recently and took my two-year-old son with her. We were supposed to go on this trip together, and it is uncomfortable being the only one in the group without a mate. She asked me what happened and I fill her in with the details, she was a good listener. I told her she left me for another man, a damn lawyer at that, and kicked me out of the house. I told her I ended up buying a cottage on Killarney Beach Road. The cottage was original owned by my grandfather on my dad's side, who sold it in the late fifties, and twenty-plus years later I bought it back, with the help of my folks. I told her it needs some work, and I would like to buy a better boat but right now my financial situation is rather shaky. She asked what state do I live in, and where is my cottage located? I told her to put her left hand on the bar. She asked why and I said because Michigan is shaped like a hand and I will show you just where I live. I started at the base of her thumb, and as sexy as I could slowly moved my finger up her thumb and around the tip, and back down the inside of the thumb to the bottom. As I started back up the side of her index finger I stopped, and said I live right here on the bay. She responded that was a cool way to show where I lived. Then she said you really don't recognize me do you? I said nope but I bet you are going to tell me you're an actress. She laughed and said why yes I am. I must had a blank look on my face, because she said maybe I should start at the beginning. I replied that would be nice. She said I was born and lived in state of Washington, in a little town called Waterville. We had a small farm and apple orchard, and my dad was part-time logger also. One day he got hurt real bad in a logging accident. It took a year for him to recover, and we struggled as a family. I have two sisters Sarah, and Sandy, and two brothers Sam, and Stephen. When he got better he divorced mom and ran off with his nurse. 
Mom had to sell the farm to make ends meet, and we moved to Seattle. As I got older I entered a number of beauty pageants. I never won any, but I always placed in the top five. One day there was a photo contest for Playboy. I entered and they liked what I had to offer, and I did a spread, was named Miss March of 1980. I was then runner-up to Playmate of the Year for 1981. I moved into the Playboy Mansion in L.A. and had an affair with Hugh for a few months. I then date and moved in with the drummer for Van Halen. I came home from a movie shoot early and there was a big party going on in the house, and I caught him in bed with three other women and some lustful sex acts. So I left, and I moved my stuff into my sister's apartment, and then came out here staying at the Sands for a break. I asked about her acting career, and she replied that she was in two movies, the first was called Terror in the House, where she is away with her family, while her husband is at home battling rodents. The second was called Avalanche Run, which was a movie about skiing. She said she was in a couple of TV commercials and in a couple of guest spots on TV sitcoms, and in one daytime soap. We chatted some more, and then my cell rang. It was Dick say that they were going to Batista's Hole in the Wall, for dinner did I want to go. I told him just a second, I looked at my watch and it was 6pm, so I asked Shannon if she wanted to go. She kind of stuttered, till I grabbed both of her hands, looked her in the eyes and asked again, that I would sure enjoy her company on this date. She said I can't go looking like this. I responded that she looked absolutely gorgeous. She said okay let's go. I told Dick I had a date, and to get an extra chair we'd be there in 15 minutes or so. We had a great time at dinner, and everyone treats Shannon with respect and enjoyed listening to her tell about her acting career. She held my hand a lot at dinner which made me feel good. Everyone drank lots of wine, but me, I am not a wine drinker, long old story on why. Batista's has delicious Italian food, and we were all full when done. Shannon and I took a cab back to the Sands, and went into the bar for a nightcap. We chatted for a while, but all the time I was yowing, till she started to giggle at me. She said you must be tired. Yet it has been a long day, I have been up since 4 a.m. Michigan time, and in now 10 p.m. Vegas time or 1 a.m. Michigan time, almost up 24 hours. We chatted for another 20 to 30 minutes, and I asked her if she wanted to go to the convention with me tomorrow. She did not know just yet, so I said tell you what give me a call in the morning and let me know. I gave her one of my business cards with my cell phone number on it. I got up and said it was time for me to hit the sack. She got up with me and wrapped her arms around my neck, and gave me a very long and sensual kiss. We broke the kiss, and she said I had a really good time, and I like the idea that you did not pressure me into anything afterwards. I told her ditto, and I hope that she calls me in the morning to go with me to the convention. I left with my heart beating faster from that kiss. In the morning the group headed down to Barbary Coast for breakfast, we almost finished when my cell phone rang, it was Shannon. I answered as fast as I could. She said hi is that offer still available to go to the convention? I responded that I did not think that space has been filled yet, and you are sure welcome to go with me. She said she would be ready in 30 minutes, is that okay? I said no problem, I will be down to get you as soon as I finish breakfast. I asked her if she ate, and she replied yes, I had room service bring me up a continental breakfast. I wolfed down the rest of my breakfast, and grabbed a cab to get over to the sands. I waited in the lobby for her, and she was down shortly, and we headed over to the convention. I got her signed in, and then we stopped to figure out just where to go. This convention was huge, taking up all the space around the center. I gave Dick a call to see where they were, and where we should met up with them. I told them I was heading over to Paveco and see them as I do business with them. Shannon and I walked that way hand in hand as we look at all the equipment and other support items. We got to Pavco display area and they had some real nice pieces of equipment out on the floor. The salesman that I dealt with was on the floor with another customer. He waved at me and said just I minute. He came over with about four other salesmen, one of them must have recognized Shannon. They all took pictures with her and the owner was there, and he came over to get his picture taken also. They gave us a real nice spring jacket and a hat. He also gave me enough tickets for all of our group to go to their customer appreciation banquet at the Tropicana Hotel. We were there about an hour, so they could take some pictures of her on their equipment to put into their quarterly magazine. Dick and Joe and wives showed up and we headed off to look at some other equipment. I showed them the tickets, and they were elated to be able to go with us. He told me that RC got enough tickets for all of us to go see the Beach Boys at Caesar Place tonight, if we want to go. I looked over at Shannon and she was nodding her head yes, so I told Dick to count us in. 
We all headed back to the Imperial Hotel and ran into Dick's father-in-law Herb. He told us he just won $4,500 on this slot machine. We said you're right sure you did. He pulled out his wallet, and it was full of $100 bills, enough to choke a horse. We told him that he should get a money order, so nobody could steal his wad of bills. So he left to do that and Dick finish out his machine, and then he put 20 more bucks of his own in it. Got nothing, so I stepped up and put 20 bucks in and never won a thing. Herb comes back and puts 10 bucks in it, and wins another $2,400. We all just about shit our pants. You can guess who bought dinner. We went to Caesar Place later that night, and saw the Beach Boys, their whole band was there but Brian Wilson. They were great, and we all had a great time. We stopped in the bar at Caesar's to have a drink, and wind down a bit, as we were sky high from the concert. That night Shannon took me to her bed. As we laid there naked in each other's arms, and our kisses become more passionate, soon our tongues began to caress the others lovingly. My hand was on her breast rubbing and tweaking her nipples. Then I slowly worked my way down to her breast and started to gently nibble on her nipples. This was giving her some great satisfaction as she told me to suck and bite them harder. My hand was now lightly stroking her thighs and the hair on her pussy lips. I spread her lips and inserted my finger, and was she ready, her pussy was wet. I went to work on her pussy, getting it good and wet, and then moved up to her clit. I got that little jewel to shine like a beacon. Her breathing was getting heavier and faster, till finally she gave a groan and a gasp, and locked her legs together, as her orgasm washed over her. I started to kiss my way down from her breast to her pussy, kissing her stomach and belly button, nuzzling her soft and silky pussy hair, till I got to her lips. She spread her legs wide to give me full access to her love hole. I gently started to probe her pussy with my tongue, getting my tongue inside as far as I could, and then out and up to her clit, to lick her jewel. She was squirming and moving in harmony with me eating her out. Suddenly she gives a shout, and has a very intense orgasm, covering my whole face with her juices, and locks her legs around my head. When I got free I looked up at her, with her cum dripping off my face, and she said embarrassedly, oh my god, sorry, come here and let me wipe your face clean. She cleaned my face off and then went down and started to suck my cock. I said Shannon I am not going to last very long under your talented tongue. She stops and smiles at me and moves up and impales herself with my cock right into her pussy. She rocks away, and I can feel her pussy walls gripping my cock. It was not long and I gave a groan and shoot my load into snatch. She collapsed into my arms smother my face with kisses. We laid together in each other's arms till sleep overtook us. In the morning as we laid together, she says go ahead and ask me. I said ask what? She replies just what you wanted to know about me. I answer okay just what is it that I wanted to know about you. She says that every man always wants to know just what my measurements are. I laugh okay I give just what are your measurements. She replies my breasts are 36 C, my waist is 24, my hips are 35, and I am 5 feet 7 inches tall, weight 125 pounds, and was born on March 30th, 58. I said wow, but I don't know what my measurements are, but I am 5 feet 9 inches tall and weight 180 pounds, and I was born on December 12th, 55. Making me just over 2 years older than you. I responded I do know this your eyes are blue, and your hair is blonde and it is natural. She hits me in the arm and chest, and I grab her bringing her close and we kiss and soon we are making passionate love. After we finish we clean up and take a shower together, washing each other off, that was fun. We got dressed, and she said why don't you check out of your hotel and stay here with me for the rest of the week. I said okay, so we went and did that before going to the convention. Tuesday was more at the convention. The afternoon and early evening we hit a lot of company open houses at different hotels. We all had plenty to eat and drink. By now Shannon and I were a fixture with the group. Tuesday night we all went to the Imperial to watch the impersonators preform. It was a great show. Wednesday morning was more convention and the afternoon we lounged by the pool. Wednesday night was Pavco party at the Tropicana Hotel. Wow what a spread. They had those pastry that you put sliced roast beef on with oat juice and a little horse radish sauce on it. I think I ate 10,000 of them. Then we hit the table with oysters on the half shell, and slurped down a couple dozen of them. But the best was right by our table, chocolate-covered large strawberries. Were they good I must have ate a 100 of them. By now you can guess that I am stuffed. There was plenty to eat and drink, we all had just a fabulous time. They had a band that played good 60 and 70 music. 
Also a magician came to every table and did some tricks. He was great, and of course he hit on Shannon real quick. They gave hats and t-shirts to everyone there. Gary the owner came to our table and asked Shannon if she would be willing to take pictures with some of his good customers. He said he would pay her to do this. She said okay. I asked how much? He said two hundred. I counted five hundred for an hour, and he said done deal, and counted out five one hundred dollar bills. He then told us just which tables to go to. The first was a group of Japs. When they found out that she was Miss March of 1980, they went nuts. One old Jap was counting out ten one hundred bills, and I said what are you doing? He replies we are by Miss March's services. I said no you're not buddy, she is my girlfriend, and the only one servicing her is me. He apology a dozen times over, and handed her five hundred dollars for insulting her. She took pictures with them, and almost every other table in the place. When we got done she said those Japs were the worst, each of them tried to get a feel or rub my ass. The rest of the tables were nice to me. I said well you got one grand for an hour of work, not too bad. We left the party at 10 p.m. and headed back to the Sands Hotel. We walked into the casino, and I took her over to the craps table. Well should we have some fun with the money you got tonight? She said yeah and handed me the grand. I placed the whole bundle on the field bet. The first roll was a three, and she asked what happened as she knew nothing about craps. I told her if we hit two to four and nine to twelve we win. I told them to push the bet. Next roll was a nine, and I said push again. It came up with a four on that roll. Now we had eight grand. I gave her back the original grand, kept two grand and left five grand on field bet. The next roll was two craps pays double. We now have fifteen grand. I kept five and placed five on yo and left five on field and I place a yo bet for table guys and a yo bet for the shooter, a grand each. I had twelve grand on the table, and the shooter rolled an eleven. While we hit big eighty grand. Shannon was going nuts jumping up and down in her skimpy dress. She was putting on a good show. I just hoped her tits did not flop out. When I got done we cashed out one hundred grand on a grand bet, unfucking believable Here I was complaining that lost seventy bucks on Sunday, to making a killing on Wednesday. I turned to Shannon and said well partner we both get fifty thousand apiece. She grabbed me and gave me a big kiss, and whispered in my ear, say I am going to fuck you silly tonight and I will do all the work on you. I just smiled to that. We both took cashier's check for forty-five thousand and took five thousand in cash. She grabbed my hand and just about dragged me to the room and then she ripped my clothes off me and tossed me on the bed and then she stripped her clothes off and crawled up the bed stopping at my cock. She licked and sucked my cock and played with my balls and licked them. She had buddies so fucking hard that I thought for sure I was going to rip right out of my skin. She attacked my eruption hole with her tongue with such ferocity. I thought for sure she was going to lick my nuts from the insides. It was not long and I could feel my nuts start to tighten up and I said to Shannon, honey I am about to come. She just sucked on it harder. Soon I exploded in her mouth leaving her with my deposit. She gobbled it all up not letting any go to waste. She moved up on me and gave me a big kiss passing some of my cum back to me, which I swallowed. She said that was a snowball. She then cooed in my ear asking just how did that feel. I just moaned and kissed her back, I was still on fire, and ready for more. I moved down and started to suck on her breast and my hand was working on her pussy, and she was dripping wet down there, and was ready to be fucked. I mounted her and buried my cock deep into cunt, and I just pounded away. Having just come I was good for a while, and I was the one who fucked her silly I think. We both collapsed, and it appeared that we fucked each other silly, I held on to her tightly, and we both fell asleep. It seemed like I just fell asleep, when my cell phone rang. I grabbed it, and it was Dick. He wanted to know what our game plan was. I said what time is it? He said 9am. I thought wow. I told him that we were going to spend the day together, and go shopping, and go out for a fancy dinner tonight. It being our last day together. Dick said okay call if plans change. Shannon was laying next to me smiling at me and her hand was working my cock over. I leaned over and gave her a kiss and we made love for about an hour till we both cried uncle. We showered together and went down to have some breakfast. Then we head off to the shopping center to spend some money. She bought a very beautiful black dress which was very low cut and slits up the side to show off a lot of her legs with shoes and handbag to match. I got a nice suit with a tie and shoes to match. We went back to the sands and headed for the pool to relax. 
We had a late lunch, and dinner reservations were at seven. We dressed and took a cab to Caesar's place. We ate a very expensive French restaurant, had a great meal. Shannon looked stunning, and all the guys in the place were looking at her. I suggested to her that we should meet up with Dick and the gang for drinks before we head back to the hotel. I gave Dick a call and told him we would meet him over at the Imperial, and I would buy drinks for all. He called back and said everyone is here now. It was warm outside and we walked over to the hotel. We met the gang in the bar, and they all did wolf calls and whistles at us for being decked out in fancy clothes. Nobody would believe that we won 100 grand at the craps table, until we produced the cashier checks showing 45 grand each. We toasted each other, and reminiscence about the week, and the fun and good fortune we had. They all wished Shannon well, and were glad to meet her. We said our goodbyes Friday morning, she had tears running down her cheeks. I told her we would keep in touch, and would get together soon in the near future. I took a cab to the airport, and caught my flight to back home, with a heavy heart. I knew that I would miss her. Chapter 02 That Visit I used the cash I won wisely and paid off some of the debt on the cottage, did some remodeling, new roof, siding, and windows. I also bought some new appliances, fridge, stove, washer, and dyer TV. My grandfather called me one day and said he was buying a new boat, and would sell his for a grand, if I wanted it, but I had to come there and get it. So I did buy his boat, it was a 20-foot red Chris craft with a 150 HPR, inboard-slash-outboard motor. I sold old boat for $1,500, so it paid for the new boat and the trip to New York to pick up the boat. His boat was probably worth somewhere between 10 to 15 grand. I was at home on Saturday afternoon cutting the yard. A cab pulls into the driveway, and I stop mowing to see who it is. Out steps this gorgeous blonde, and my heart leaps up into my throat. It is Shannon. I race to the car and give her a big hug and kiss. I get her bags from the cab driver, as she pays him. I take her hand and walk her to the cottage, happy as a lark. I am glad you're here, but why did you not call me and tell me you were coming? She replied that I want to surprise you. We had some problems on the movie set, so they shut it down for a week to get things straightened out. So I decided to come out and visit you. Are you glad that I am here? I laughed and said you know that I am. I took her into the cottage and told her to put her clothes in the second bedroom, as the drawers and closets are empty. Our bedroom is the next one up. I need to finish the grass, while you get unpacked. She gave me a hug and kiss and said I just love this place. I headed out to finish the yard which did not take me long. I finished the yard and came into the cottage, and she is standing there wearing one of my t-shirts. I asked her if she wanted to go for a swim. She gave me a real strange look, and said are you fucking nuts? I have not had any sex since you left me in Vegas. I just about creamed my panties three times on the ride here, thinking on how I planned to make love to you. With that she pulled the t-shirt overhead, standing there stark naked. I just stared at her lovely body. She said well what are you waiting for, she turned and went into the bedroom. Well of course I followed her in, and she ripped my clothes off me, and tackled me onto the bed. I did not have to do much she was on me like a wildcat. She was kissing me and stroking my cock till she got it hard, and then she got on top of me, driving my cock deep into her pussy. We fucked each other as hard as we could. It just pure raw fucking sex. She had an orgasm first, as she blew her cream all over my cock and nuts, and collapsed on top of me. I reversed position, and did some steady plowing in her cunt, till I blew both of my nuts in her. I said how was that, and she replied oh god I needed that, just hold me now please. I held her close to me, and shortly she fell asleep. It was hot outside around 90 and our sex made it hotter in the bedroom, and I was sweating. I turned on the window air conditioner, and pulled the sheet up on Shannon, and left the room closing the door behind me. I got a couple of steaks out of the freezer for dinner, and put outside to defrost in the heat. I hollered for my black lab Wendy, and we headed down to the beach for a swim. Wendy and I swam out to the raft, and then back to the boat hoist, to let the boat down and took up to shore. I took the cover off the boat, and did a little cleaning on it also. With a boat you are always doing some tinkering on it for whatever reason, just because it is a boat. I hear some noise and look up and there was Shannon sitting on the break wall watching me. I stopped what I was doing and walked up her and gave her kiss, and asked her if she was okay. She just sighed and said that I was what the doctor ordered. I asked her if she wanted to go for a swim, and then a boat ride. 
She said okay let me go change into my suit. I grabbed the steaks and took them back inside and put them in the fridge and went back out. She followed me in a two-piece white bathing suit that was absolutely stunning. It did not leave a whole lot left for your imagination. The three of us went for a swim out to the raft. The raft was built by a couple of neighbors and me. It has a makeshift diving board on it and is anchored in ten foot of water. It is fun to play on and we had fun on it with the dog. We headed back to the boat and she and the dog climb aboard and I pushed it out into deeper water to get us going. I showed her where the emergency stuff was and the life jackets, plus a few other safety items on the boat. The water had a little chop to it, but this boat flew right through it. We went for a nice ride, and I let her steer it for a while. I showed her how to steer using the compass, and what landmarks to navigate by. She had a blast driving the boat. In that skimpy bikini, and the smile on her face, with her hair blowing in the wind, she just had to be the goddess of sex and love. It was getting close to dinner time, and we headed back to the cottage, I beached the boat, and put the cover on it, and took it out to the hoist, and lifted it out of the water. She waited for me on the beach, and we walked back to the cottage. I stopped and got the grill fired up for the steaks, and we went in to get dinner going. We had steaks, fresh green beans, and a salad for dinner. After sex, a swim, and a boat ride, we both were starved. We were watching TV Saturday night, laying on the couch together. I knew she would not last long, with all the activities that we did today. Sure enough soon she was sound asleep. I picked her up and carried her to bed and tucked her in, and she hardly moved a muscle. I finished watching the movie on TV, and went to bed. I woke up around 8 a.m., and cracked an eye, and there she was staring at me. She giggled when she knew I was awake, and said I have been watching you sleep for the last half hour. I got up and went to the can, came back and got into bed with her, and she cuddled up next to me, with her hand on my cock stroking it. She said I am horny, and want you to make love to me. I rolled over to face her, and said oh if I could not figure that one out. I gave her a very passionate kiss, with our tongues lightly flicking over each other. She still has not let go of my cock stroking it to its full height. We broke the kiss, and she said oh it feels so good to be here with you. I responded by kissing lightly and softly on the lips, and then on her ears, and down her neck. I continued down to her breasts, softly kiss and sucking her nipples. They were rock hard, like two bullets waiting to be fired. My hand got busy stroking her slit, and she spread her legs to give me better access. I inserted a finger into pussy, and it was wet. I pushed in as deep as I could inside of her, and started to rub the roof of her vagina, then moved back and rubbed her clit. I kept switch between the two sending her into orbit. She threw her head back and cried oh my god I am coming. Her secretion started to thicken on my fingers and hand. She threw her arms around me and locked her legs on my hand, and shook violently, as her orgasm rained through her. She flopped over and lay there for a minute or two. I look over at her, and could see the sweat lightly glistening her body. She popped up and smiled at me and said damn that was good. You really got me off. She moved down on me and started to suck my cock, and play with my sack. Three times she brought me up for an eruption, only to let me calm down. Man was she a good cock sucker. She moved up on top of me, and guided my missile into her silo, and started to work on my firing controls. We fucked hard till I had lift off and blew a huge wad into her silo, raising us both off the bed. She collapsed down next to and purred into my ear, was that good for you baby? I was still out of breath and just hugged her, and nodded my head yes. We must have fallen asleep, when I next looked at the clock, it was 10am. I was thinking on what to do, when the phone rang. I got up to answer it, and it was my buddy Sandy. He said hey T how about we do some water skiing today? He always calls me T. I said sure why not, I told him they could meet Shannon. He said great, that him and Marlene would be over around noonish with some beer, chips, and burgers. They got here right at noon, and we got the introduction squared away. Shannon was glad to see Marlene, to have another female to talk to. We skied the afternoon away. It was the first time for Shannon to water ski, and she did pretty good once she figured it out. We had burgers for dinner, and they left at dark. We were both pooped from the day's activities, and I knew she would be sore being her first time on water skies, and she was. We both hit the sack around nine, and she cuddled up to me, and fell asleep right away. I was not far behind her. Tomorrow was Monday, and back to work for me. I had the alarm set to go off at 6 a.m., but I always get up before it rings. I got ready for work, 
and told her I would give her call around ten or so to see how she was doing, and let her know what my plans were. She nodded okay, and I gave her a kiss goodbye, but all she said is good God I am sore. I was chuckling at that remark, as I left for work. I hit the jobs and got into the office around ten. I talked with Dad for a while telling him that Shannon was in town, out at the cottage for a week's stay. I want to take the rest of the week off to show her around. Seeing how the fourth was Thursday and we were off on Friday also, he did not see a problem with me taking the time off. He said that Sister Brenda could cover for me. Both older sisters and me worked for Dad. We did subdivision development and general contracting. I said thanks and to plan on coming out Friday afternoon to meet Shannon and have fish dinner. He said great, he would tell Mom. I replied make sure she brings out some coleslaw. He said okay. He wanted to know where we were going. I replied up to Salt St. Marie to see the locks, and over to see Tequamanon Falls. Back down to go to Mackinac Island, then down the west shore line to Traverse City, and back home. He said it sounded like a nice trip. I called Shannon, and she answered on the fifth ring. I told what I had planned, and she sounded excited about going. She did mention that she was still sore from skiing. Again I chuckled at that remark. I got home around 1 p.m. and we had lunch, packed our bags, and threw them in the back of the truck. I asked the next-door neighbor if they would get the mail and paper, and let the dog out of the kennel for a run and feed him. They said no problem, we do favors for each other all the time. We jumped into the truck and headed out. It is a three-hour drive to get to Salt St. Marie. We got there right at dinner time. We found a motel and a place to eat. We did some sightseeing. I did remember to bring my camera, so Shannon took lots of pictures. She got some good ones of freighters going through the locks. The locks are a device that raises or lowers freighters between Lake Superior and Lake Huron. We had a good time there, and of course at night we made mad passionate love. I think we kept the people next to us awake till we finished. In the morning we packed up and had breakfast, stop at locks one more time to view them, and then headed out to the falls. It took almost two hours to get there, but we did some sightseeing on the way. The falls were spectacular, and she worn out two rolls of film, taking pictures. We spent half of the day there, and then headed out for Mackinac Island. We stopped in St. Ignace, and took the ferry across to the island. Shannon was all excited about going there, especially when I told no cars allowed, that you get around on bike or horse and buggy. We got there late in the afternoon, so we checked into the Grand Hotel. We went to our room and she could not believe just how beautiful they were. She said that our room looked like one for honeymooners. We both were hungry, so we showered together. I loved doing that with her, and then dressed up in the clothes that be bought in Vegas. She will make every man's jaw drop when she walks into the dining room. Evening wear is required to dine in the main dining room. We both had shrimp cocktails for an appetizer, she had roast rack of lamb, and I had prime rib of beef. The meal was excellent, and we were both stuffed. Later we listened to the orchestra play, and danced to the slow songs. I just love showing her off to the other male guests, as most of them were watching us. Finally she whispers in my ear if I don't hurry and take her to bed, that she will cream her panties right here on the dance floor. We made love for half of the night, she sucked and fucked me every way she could think of and then a few more. I think she drained out every ounce of sex fluid in me. I know that she must have come at least three times, once all over my face. Finally I call time out I need a break. God can that woman suck and fuck. She laid there in my arms contented, with my hands on both of her breasts. Hard not to leave them alone. It was not long and we were asleep. We got up in the morning, had breakfast, and did some sightseeing and souvenir buying, including their famous fudge, which I love. We headed back to the hotel and packed up. Took the ferry back to the truck. She really loved the ferry ride. We got into the truck and went across the bridge heading for Traverse City. It took three hours to get there, but we took the scenic route going there and did some sightseeing on the way. We checked into the Park Place Hotel around 3 p.m. We did some sightseeing around town for a couple of hours or so and headed back to the hotel for dinner. We ate at Minerva's restaurant, we had some beer batter onion rings for an appetizer, and Shannon had their famous special Cajun chicken linguine, and I had seafood mac and cheese. Man was that ever good. Later on we went up to the Beacon Bar on the 10th floor. Great view, and we watched the sunset. I had a beer and she had a couple of glasses of wine. They had some special entertainment going on that night, so we stayed and enjoyed the music, and did some dancing. Next thing I know it is midnight, and we both had glow on from the booze. 
We went down to our room and made long, slow, passionate love. I carefully worked her over first her ears, then her neck, then both breasts. Her nipples stuck out like pencil erasers. I gave them lots of attention. My hands never touched her pussy at all, just rubbed and massaged all the areas around her snatch. Slowly my mouth worked its way down, licking and biting her stomach and belly button. Slowly I worked my way down her slit, licking and kissing her pussy lips. She parted her legs, just like Moses did to the Red Sea, to allow me access to her treasures. I tried to lick up all the moisture in her pussy, and then started to work on her clit. She was rocking like a boat on choppy waters. Pretty soon she'd get vocal and say, Oh God, here I go, I'm going to come. She lets out a squirt that almost drowned me, as her legs did a scissor lock on my head. When she finally releases me, I move up to her and start to kiss her deeply. She breaks the kiss and starts to lick her come off my face. She grabs me tight and coos in my ear, putting me now I am ready to be fucked. I was ready and did not have to told twice what to do. I pounded away at her pussy with my cock, driving us both towards an orgasm. After I deposited my cum in her, I rolled off exhausted. She rolled up next to me and just sighed, and we both fell right asleep. In the morning we had a nice breakfast at their buffet. Pack up the bags and checked out. I loaded up the truck and we head for home. What a great trip that we had. Shannon was all excited about it, and wanted to know where to get all the pictures developed. I told her there is a place in town that does that. We will take the film there Friday. We got home around noon on Thursday. The dog was glad to see us. We stopped over to the neighbors to get the mail and newspapers. I thanked them, and gave them a box of Mackinac Island fudge for doing that for me. I was in the kitchen make sandwiches for lunch, and she was on the phone talking with her sister Sarah. She was telling all about our trip, and what a real good time she had. Her sister must have asked a question, because her reply oh yes the sex was just great. They chatted about a bunch of things, and they she told her the studio called and said shooting would start a week from next Monday. She gave a shout, and said great I can stay here another week. Friday morning we got up and I got the boat out, and we head out to the islands to fish for walleyes for dinner tonight. Shannon must be good luck, as we ran into a big school of fish, and boated ten fish and kept the five best ones. I stopped at my favorite perch spot, and we caught a couple dozen real nice perch in the eight to ten. Inch range. That was enough for dinner, and we head back, and I let her drive the boat home. She just loved doing that. I got the fish cleaned up, Shannon watched me, but no way did she offer to clean any fish. Dinner was set, and the folks got over around 4 p.m. I introduced them to Shannon, and I think they both were shocked on how beautiful she was. We had a good time went for a boat ride, and again I let Shannon drive, much to my dad's surprise. We got back and had cocktails, and Shannon played the good hostess and kept everyone's drink filled. I cooked the walleye on the grill, and we had fish, coleslaw, tater tots, and ice cream with chocolate sauce. During dinner Shannon told them all about our trip up north, leaving out the sex parts. Mom asked me how long Shannon was staying, and I replied she goes back a week from Sunday. She says how about coming to the country club for dinner next Friday, and I said fine by me. It was hot Saturday, she sunned herself and then we went swimming, and for a boat ride. By now Shannon was getting a real good suntan, she was almost golden brown all over. That night I suggested that we sleep on the beach. She looked stunned and said can you do that? I said sure why not? I went and dug a deep hole and got a lot of driftwood for a fire. Then got out the bug spray and sprayed the area where we were going to sleep real good. I got out some hot dog, jiffy popcorn, and marshmallows to cook over the fire. We had a great time doing that. She was drinking wine and I was drinking lemonade, as a beer did not sound good with that type of food. I zipped together two sleeping bags and put down some plastic wrap for the bags to lay on. I also got a couple of sheets for inside the bag. It was still hot out in the mid-seventies, just after darkness had settled over us. I had the dog out there with us, and Shannon said won't she run away. I said nope she probably will sleep right on the sleeping bag with us. Besides she will warn us if any strangers come by. We brushed off the sand best as possible, and crawled into the sleeping bag. It was not long, and she was stripped naked and rubbing my cock. She cooed in my ear this so erotic and I am soaking wet, please make love to me now. She pulled my suit off me, and I rolled on top of her, and inserted my pecker into her soaking wet pussy. We fucked like mad till we both had orgasm. It was the middle of the night, and I was asleep, all of a sudden I feel her sucking my cock. I woke up and look, 
and the sleeping bag covers off us, and she is sucking away. I just groaned as she worked my cock over. Her tongue lathered my shaft and sack. She must be able to taste herself on me from our earlier session. She moved her tongue up to my cum hole, and gently worked the tip of her tongue over my slot. That sent shivers down my shaft. Here we were on the beach middle of night, naked as jaybirds, with the stupid dog next to us snoring out loud, and she is giving me one of the best blow jobs ever. I said honey you keep that up and I am going to explode. She looked at me, and just kept right on sucking my cock. Soon my nuts started to boil, and I pumped her mouth full of premium fluids. She drained my tank dry. She sat back on her legs, and asked just how did that feel. Now what could I say, I was total spent from that blow job and my mouth was dry. I just opened my arms for her to come to and I held her tight and said you're the best. I woke up in the morning to the sunrise, with us laying outside of the sleeping bag stark naked for all to see if anyone walked by us. The stupid dog had the sleeping bag to herself, and was sound asleep. I grabbed the sheet to cover us up with, and laid there with Shannon in my arms, and she was still sleeping. We laid there till I noticed people walking on the beach, so I nudged her, and said time to get up. She just kind of groaned, and her breath still smelled of cum. I had pulled my suit on, and I told her to wrap the sheet around and go back into the cottage, and I will clean up here. The rest of the week went fast, we did take the boat out a couple times in the evening and made love on it. She really got off having sex on the boat, in the middle of the bay. We went and got the pictures of our trip north, I had them make double prints, so we both had a set of pictures. I took off early on Thursday, and I took her shopping for a new outfit to wear Friday night. She picked out a robin blue dress that hugged her curves and was fairly low cut, but not enough that my mother might disapprove of it. White shoes and handbag finished the outfit. She looked very stunning in the dress. Friday I dropped her off to my mother's hairdresser in the afternoon to get her hair done. Friday night we meet the folks out to the club. Both of my sisters were there with their husbands. When we walked in at 7 p.m. the whole place just stared at Shannon. She was a vision of beauty and loveliness. Of course I am biased on that. I had to laugh at my two brother-in-laws. They gawked at Shannon all through dinner. We had a great meal and a good time, and mom loved introducing us to all of her friends. The look on their faces, when she told them that Shannon was an actress, was just priceless. As we walked out dad and the brother-in-laws escorted Shannon, I walked with my two sisters, and mom brought up the rear gabbing with her friends. Sister Beth says to well brother dear, I don't know how you did it, but Shannon is simple a gorgeous woman, but what she sees in you I will never know. I responded gee thanks Beth, I love you also. Brenda always comes right to the point. She said kid, I hate when she calls me that, Shannon is a rare and beautiful find, don't fuck it up. I said thanks Brenda I really appreciate the vote of confidence. We all walked out the door and said our goodbyes, and Shannon gave hugs to all, and we left. Finally Sunday came and I took her out to the airport for her flight back to LA. She had tears in her eyes as we said our goodbyes. And as she boarded the plane I whispered by Shannon I am going to miss you. Chapter 03 Trip West I watched the plane taxi to the runway and take off. I left and headed home with tears in my eyes as I was already missing her. I moped around the cottage for the rest of the day. She called later that night to tell she arrived home safe and sound. We chatted for an hour about her two-week stay here. After she hung up I felt a little better and headed off to bed. Summer of 82 passed quickly into fall, and we talked numerous times about when was I going to come out west and visit her. I kept mention that November would be good, as the national holiday of deer hunting started here on the 15th, and the follow week is Thanksgiving. That probably would be the best time for me to journey out west. I worked hard to get things wrapped up by the 12th of November. On Saturday, I packed my bags and had Sister Brenda take me to the airport. Brenda and I discussed numerous things on the trip to the airport. Don't worry whatever happens I will be back in a couple weeks and discuss things with you and dad before I make any decisions. I told her. I boarded the plane and headed west. The flight was smooth and I arrived in LA around 5 p.m. As I left the plane and walked down the concourse towards the baggage area, there were two blonde head girls jumping up and down. It was not hard to guess who they were. Shannon just flew into my arms with a huge hug and passionate kiss. I though for a second she was going to squeeze the stuffings out of me. Oh God have I ever missed you. She whispered into my ear. I hardly had a chance to do anything other than I did hug and kiss her back. 
I heard this from sound, and we broke the kiss. Oh, this is my sister Sarah. Sarah, this is Tom, Shannon said. We exchanged pleasantries. Sarah was taller with darker shade of blonde hair than Shannon. She was very pretty, but did not compare to Shannon Beauty. We got my bags and headed for Shannon's car, and went back to the girl's apartment. As we walked in the apartment, it was a nice two-story with two bedrooms and full bathroom upstairs, and a kitchen, dining, and living room downstairs, with a half-bathroom off to the side. Where do you want me to sleep on the couch? I asked Shannon. No silly with me in my room. She laughed. We walked up the stairs to her room. It was a typical chick room done in light pink, with a double bed. She closed the door behind us, and stripped out of her clothes in a flash. It has been over four months since we last made love, and I needed it right now, she said with sex dripping from her voice. I wish that I could just pause time for a moment to view her. She was just gorgeous with the perfect body, but she was not waiting. She pulled my shirts off me, and started to work on my pants, and soon I was but naked, and laying on her bed. She was kissing me, rubbing me all over, stroking my cock. Her tongue was halfway down my throat. She broke the kiss and looked me in the eyes. Her eyes had that hungry look in them. I am going to make you feel so good. She cooed into my ear. She started to kiss her way down my body. She stopped at my nipples and kissed and licked them, and continued down, till she got to my engorged cock. She slipped my cock head into her warm wet mouth, and sucked on it a couple of times. She then kissed and licked my shaft up and down, stopping at my sack. She tried to inhale my whole sack into her mouth, then worked on one nut ball, then the other one. She licked up and down my shaft right on my eruption tube. Finally back to the head of my cock. She took half of it into her mouth, and kept working till she had me all in her mouth, deep-throating my cock. That is the first time that she has done that to me. What a great feeling. She kept sucking my cock slowly up and down filling her throat. Pretty soon I started to get that real good feeling of a pending eruption. Shannon honey, I am going to come pretty soon. I said to her. She did not stop but sucked even harder, till I blew my wad deep into her throat. I heard her gag a couple of times, and I could see my cum leak out the sides of her mouth, and down my shaft. She crawled up to me and gave me a deep kiss sharing my cum with me. I flipped her over and started to work on her body, as she quivered in excitement. I just loved to rub and massage her breast, and get her nipples hard as rocks. Then run my tongue over them to make bumps on her areola. I ran my hand down to her pussy, and she was just plan soaked. The minute I started to stroke her lips, she gasped out loud, and started to squirm. Oh baby I am so hot don't play, just put your hose in me and put this fire out. She whispered. What did you say? I asked as I looked at her. Just fuck me now, and hurry I am already starting to come. She puffed. She spread her legs and I mounted her and inserted my fire hose into her furnace, man was she hot. I only pumped a few times, when she cried out. Oh my god I going to come. She gulped. I continued to stroke her furnace harder, trying to douse the flames she had her arms around me in a death grip squeeze. Finally I shot a load into her furnace to help put the fire out, just as she squeezed me real tight, as her orgasm ripped through her. My god I needed that so bad. She panted. I rolled off to check her out, and her hair was matted to her head with sweat, her body was lathered in sweat and her eyes had a glazed overlook. Are you okay? I asked her. I was afraid maybe she had overheat from the heat in her furnace, and too much sex to fast, generating more heat. Oh yes. She smiled as she closed her eyes. I got some clean clothes out of my bag, and went down the hall to take a shower. When I was done I checked Shannon, and she was still sleeping, so I went downstairs. Sarah was there watching TV, so I grabbed the chair next to her, and watched the show that she was watching. Did you wear Shannon out? Sarah asked. Why were we that loud? I said, as I grinned at her. I could hear some moaning and groaning, she said. But then for the past week all Shannon talked about was fucking your brains out when you got here. Well my guess she is the one got that done to her. I laughed. I was afraid that she overheated, but she is sleeping now. I told Sarah as she laughing about Shannon. So what are your intentions now? She asked me. I really don't know, I guess that is why I am here now. We will have to make some type of decision on our relationship, and where we should take it from here. We just can't run a long distance relationship, it won't work for very long. I stated. You know that Shannon has not been with another man since she was with you in Vegas. 
Even her ex-boyfriend the drummer tried to get back with her, but she refused him. Sarah informed me. She is the only woman I've been with since my ex-wife. I replied. She then looked me right in the eyes. We talk a lot about you, she tells me everything, we are sisters and best friends, and she loves you very much, and would do anything for you, even going back with you to the cottage to stay. She informed me. Did she tell you about our sex relationship also? I asked her. You know it is funny with her other boyfriends, she would never speak about the sex she had with, at least not in detail. But with you she tells me everything you two do together, how good you make her feel, how she likes to make sure that you are satisfied. She even told me that if you asked her to have your baby, she would do it for you. Which shocked me to say the least. She told me all this with a little smile on her face. I sat there stunned for a minute, I knew she had strong feelings for me, as I did for her. But so far we have been afraid say I love you to each other. But I never figured to hear this information. I would like nothing better than to sweep her off her feet and take her back with me to the cottage forever. But I am afraid that it would work for a while, and then she would get bored with that lifestyle, and our relationship would suffer. I told her. Do you love her? Sarah asked again looked me right into the eyes. I again sat there for a minute of two to compose my thoughts. I was thinking on how to just say this proper and simply. Yes I do I love her. I love her with all my heart. I softly said. We heard a gasp, and we looked up the stairs and there sat Shannon with her hands over her face. She stood up and slowly walked down the stairs over to me and sat down on my lap. She put her hands around my neck and buried her face into my shoulder and started to cry. Softly at first then harder, and her body started to shake. So I held her tight and softly stroked her hair. It's all right baby, it's all right. I softly cooed into her ear. I love you so much that I will do anything that you asked me to do. I go with you anywhere you want us to go, and yes even have your baby. But do know this I am head over heels very deeply in love with you Mr. Herman Wright. She sobbed back. That was the first time she ever used my first name that I could remember. I know, sweetheart, I know, and I do love you also. I spoke softly in her ear. I looked over at Sarah, and she just shrugged her shoulders. Shannon held me tight, and there was hardly a sound to be heard, when all of a sudden my stomach growls. I have not eaten since breakfast, and I guess it was trying to tell me something. Anyway, both girls just cracked up. The tension was broken, and Sarah suggested we call out for a pizza. I quickly seconded the motion, and a fast vote was taken, with the pizza winning. This was the first time I really saw Shannon a mess. Her eyes were puffy, her makeup had run down her face, her hair was matted to her forehead, but her natural beauty was radiant. She went by the mirror and yelped, my God, I look a mess. She cried. Both Sarah and I laughed, then Shannon joined us in a good laugh. She went to clean up, and came down just as the doorbell rang, and it was the pizza guy with our food. We were all hungry and we wolfed down the pizza. I went to the fridge and opened the door and started to crack up. The damn thing was almost bare. You two don't have any food in here. I stated. We don't need much, so we can keep our weight down, and neither one of us is much of a cook. They both replied. We chatted for a while more and watched some TV. It was getting late so Shannon and I decided to hit the sack. I hope that you two will keep it down, so I can get some sleep. Sarah said as we walked up the stairs, we both chuckled at her, as we went into Shannon's room. Did you really mean those things you said to Sarah about me? She asked me, as she held me tight. I have never lied to you or about you to anyone, and yes I did mean those things that I said about you. I replied. I really meant what I said, if you really want to go back home and want me with you, I will go. She whispered as she reached up and gave me a soft kiss on the lips. Thank you, I know that you would, sweetheart, but I feel that somehow our destiny lays out here somewhere. I replied. It has been a long day, and I was pooped. I held her tightly in my arms, and went right to sleep. The girls left for the studio early Monday morning. It felt odd that I stuck here at the house, and they were the off to work. I did an inventory in the kitchen and the rest of the house on what is needed, I already knew the fridge was bare. I then realized I had a problem, no wheels and I didn't know just where the grocery store was at. So I called for a cab and asked the driver to take to the closest grocery store. I told the cab driver to come back in an hour if he could. I finished my shopping and walk outside, and there he was waiting for me. He was a nice guy and helped me take the groceries into the apartment. I gave him a nice tip for the help. 
I made the girls a nice dinner, consisting of pot roast with roasted potatoes, carrots, onions, gravy, and a salad, with chocolate pudding for dessert. About 6.30 I could hear the girls talking as they came into the apartment. What is that smell? Sarah hollered, as she was the first into the apartment. I smell dinner. Shannon explained, as she was right behind Sarah. They bounded into the dining room where I have dinner waiting. Shannon wraps her arms around me and gives me a really big kiss. We sat down and to eat our dinner. Both girls were starved and they wolfed their food down, as they took turns talking about their day at work. Then Sarah stopped eating. Just how did you get this food? Sarah asked as she and Shannon both looked at me quizzically. I just smiled at them and continued to eat my dinner. A week went by fast, and Shannon introduced me to many people in the movie industry. I met her agent and talked with her about Shannon's career. It seemed to me that she was not too high up on the agent's ladder. Her agent seems to pushing soft porn B-movies at her. I felt that was not the right direction for Shannon to go. I also had a meeting with her manager, and he did not impress me either. He seemed too busy to make time for her. The weekend was upon us and Thanksgiving was just around the corner. Sarah had a date and a party to go to so we had the apartment to ourselves. Let's go out to a restaurant for dinner, I suggested. We went to a nice Italian restaurant and a great meal. She then took me to a nightclub for some drinks and dancing. We got home around midnight and we both had a nice buzz on. We got up to her bedroom and I headed to the can to piss. I got back to the bedroom. The booze had her sex motor in high gear. She had a bunch of candles around her room light. She was sitting on her bed naked with a seductive smile on her face and her fingers were stroking her pussy lips. I have never seen her play with herself before. It had me really turned on with my cock. Rock hard. Stroke that pussy baby. I want to see you come. I softly cooed as I stripped my clothes off and climbed into bed with her. Slowly she started to play with her pussy, and with her clit, I could see the moisture collect on her fingers and pussy lips. Her other hand was tweaking her nipples. She picked up the speed with her fingers, and I could hear a slurping sound coming from her cunt. Her blue eyes were staring right at me, her mouth was opened, and she was starting to gasp for air. I could tell by the look on her face she was getting close to an orgasm. I thought I would help her out by starting to stroke my heart on. Her eyes flicked back and forth, to watching me, to watching my cock, and she worked her fingers even fast and deeper into her pussy. Oh my god honey I am going to come soon. She cried. Hold on baby I am almost there. I replied as I stroked my cock faster. Hurry so am I. She panted. I gave a groan and shot my load all over stomach just as she gave a sharp cry and creamed her hand with her orgasm. We sat there panting for a while till we calmed down. Then she leaned forward and started to lick my cock cleaning it up and then licking my stomach getting all my liquid white gold off it. I pushed her back on her bed and kneeled down and started to lick her soaked pussy. Her lips were puffy and swollen with lust and her clit stood up begging to be sucked. I worked her clit over, till I heard her start to moan, and her body started to squirm and twist. She grabbed my head and pushed it hard into her pussy, and blew her orgasm all over my face. By that time my cock was super hard again, and I moved up and planted it deep into her pussy. We got into a rhythm, and had the bed just a rocking dot I keep up a good pounding pace, and it was not long, and she wrapped her legs around me and squeezed me tight as another orgasm racked her body. I finally felt my cock start to throb, and I fired off my second load of the night, filling her pussy up with my precious fluid. The last explosion tired me out, and I sort of collapsed on top of her, and laid there for a few moments, till she pushed me off. I pulled the sheet up over us, and we fell asleep with her in my arms. Monday morning the phone rang and it was Shannon Agent, calling to say that the people from Magnum P.I. television show called wanting to set up an interview, and script reading today. Wow she just flew around the apartment, getting ready. We all piled into her car and head over to the studio. When we arrived we were met by her agent and manager. They explained everything to Shannon, but I don't think she heard a word, she was so excited. They had a number of beautiful blonde girls reading for the part, but none of them held a torch to Shannon. She came out from her interview and script reading, with a big smile on her face. I think I did really good, but man was I nervous. She whispered to us. I did some talking with the agent and manager on just what this part should pay. They informed me. Depend on the amount of dialogue in her script, somewhere between two to five grand per episode. The Magnum people asked them back in to discuss a contract. 
In a few minutes they came out and discussed it with Shannon. They were offering fifteen hundred per episode, and she was to cover her own expenses. She was to play Rick's kid sister in anywhere from one to three episodes, and maybe more if it goes well. How long will the shooting take to complete an episode? I asked to her agent. I'm not really sure, it would depend on the script, and just how fast they shoot her parts per episode. She responded back to me. I think we can do better than that. I said, and I went through the door into their office. I have negotiated big contracts in the construction business, and you just had to stick to your guns and hold your cards tight. The Magnum people were surprised to see me. We exchanged introductions, talked about the script, and time frames they need to keep her available for shootings, as well as other things relevant to this job. Finally we got around to discussing the cost per episode. They wanted to know just what I thought. You are looking for a beautiful blonde, with a great body, who has some intangibles that fits the script. I said. One who will draw in the male viewers, and make them drool. There are a lot of blondes out there, but you choose Shannon because she fits the script like a glove. I finished. You're low-balling her on the fee structure. I stated. Twenty-five thousand for the three episodes plus expenses. I countered. They just stared at me for a few moments, then one said to me. Let us discuss your counter-offer and get back to you, will please wait outside for us. Oh, one more thing, what happens if we don't accept your offer? He asked me. We thank you for your time and this opportunity, and we leave. I responded calling his bluff. I went back out into the waiting room where Shannon, Sarah, her agent and manager, all looked at me like I was crazy. Finally Shannon could not take it anymore and said. Well just what happened in there? Well I made them an offer they could not refuse. I said as I smiled at her. Just then the door opened and the two gentlemen walk out and up to me. They stared at me for a moment and one said. Seven thousand per episode, plus expenses. Deal, I said quickly as I extend my hand for a handshake. Good I have the contracts here for you to review and have Shannon sign. Shooting will start December 5th and we will get Shannon a schedule, he said, as he shook my hand and gave me the contracts. You must have figured that I would take this offer to have these ready to go. I laughed, as we shook hands. Standard forms, just fill in the blanks, easy to do, and yes I figured you would accept it, he said, as he turned to address Shannon. Miss Summers we both wish you well, and welcome to the show. They both nodded to her and returned their office. Shannon came over to me and put her arms around my neck, and gave me a big hug and kiss. God I love you so much, thank you for your help, and tonight's sex is on me. She whispered into my ear. Shannon's agent and manager both wished her good luck and they left, leave the three of us alone for the moment. It was close to noon and had been a long and stressful morning, and I was hungry. Let's go to lunch and celebrate. I suggested to the girls. They both nodded their heads, and we left heading to a good restaurant that Sarah has been to before. Shannon was so excited she hardly touched her food, so I made her slow down and eat. Between mouthfuls she gabbed about the show and the script she read from. We finished lunch and tooled around town for a while. Finally she headed back to the apartment. We sat around watching TV and discussing the day's events. It was dinner time and I did not feel like cooking, so we ordered a pizza for dinner. After dinner Shannon and I laid on the couch. We were rubbing each other's feet. As we were watching some TV, everyone was worn out emotionally from the day's events. About 9 p.m. Shannon gets up from the couch and walks over to me with her hands outstretched. I looked at her strangely trying to figure out what was going on. It is time for me to pay up. Remember I told you this morning that sex was on me tonight. She whispered to me. I reached up for her hands to help me up and we walked up the stairs hand in hand. We entered her bedroom and she closed the door. I started to take my shirt off and she stopped me. Let me strip your clothes off as soon as I get mine off me, she said. So I waited and watched her strip. Seeing her naked always gets me hard. It was not long and she had me naked and on her bed. She instructed me to lay on my belly. She got on my legs and started to massage my back nice and slow. Man, did that feel good. She started at my shoulders and worked her way down my back, getting to my lower back. The tension and stress of the day just melted away from her massage. She finished up on my legs. I felt like jello. She had me roll over on my back. She started on my legs and up to my thighs. My cock was rock hard and standing tall like a flagpole. She bypassed my cock and rubbed my belly and chest. She was looking directly into my eyes with those baby blue eyes of hers.
How does that feel, baby? She with a smile on her face, I just grunted in return. I was enjoying this way too much to say anything. She started to rub her rock-hard nipples across my chest and belly. My god that felt like two electrodes that were discharging electricity into me. She keep doing it over and over, till I felt like I was on fire. She moved down and rubbed her tits over my cock, send bolts of lightning surging through it down to my nutsack. There was not a whole lot left of me. By now I was wringing wet, and my cock ached hard in need of relief. She slowly lowered her shelf down so her mouth was just over my cock. She softly blew her warm breath over my cock head, sending shivers up and down it. Her tongue slowly licked and bathed my cock head with her warm saliva. Her tongue worked on my cum hole, and she sucked on my head. She started to lick up and down my shaft, coating it good with her saliva. She came back to my head and then swallowed my whole cock in one motion. I could feel her throat muscles contract on my cock. I was a volcano ready to erupt. She slowly released my cock and then right back down taking it all. Her nose was rubbing my skin above my cock. She did that a couple of more times, and I was real close to eruption. Baby I am ready to come. I moaned. She had me deep in her throat working my cock with her throat muscles, and I exploded, sending my load right down her throat into her stomach. I shot it so hard I thought maybe it might come out of her pussy. She milked all the cum out of me, and released my cock, and crawled up to my face and gave a big passionate kiss. We kissed for a while, as our tongues explored the other's mouth. Now it is my turn, I said as I smiled into her blue eyes. I moved down to her breast, and started to suck on her nipples then I softly started to bit them. All the while my hands were massaging her breast. I would nibble on one nipple and tweak the other one with my hand. Then I sucked on them as hard as I could as if I was trying to get some milk out of them. I moved my hand down to her thighs and rubbed and massaged them, and around her pussy lips also. Her breathing was getting deeper, as she was getting turned on like a light. I gently rubbed her pussy lips, as she opened her legs as wide as she could. I moved my fingers into her as deep as I could, and then moved them up to the roof of her vagina to rub her sensitive spot there. I had her humping her hips, as I continued to rub that spot. My fingers started to get tired so I moved down and rubbed her jewel of a clit. I started to kiss my way down to her pussy and stuck my tongue in as far as I could and I licked her pussy as fast as I could. I moved up and sucked her clitoris as she moved her hips in rhythm. Oh baby right there do it harder and faster make me come. She moaned to me in pleasure. Oh honey that feels so good, I going to come baby. She cried in delight. I could tell by her body action she was ready and I licked her clitoris harder and put my mouth over her pussy lips and sucked as hard as I could. I held her legs so she could not lock them over my head. Oh my god! She screamed. She exploded a massive orgasm into my mouth. I tried to suck it all down, but it was more than I could handle. She just kept coming in my mouth and face. I never seen her come so much. She had her hips lifted so high off the bed, it picked me up also. Finally I got her settled down, and I moved back up to give her a kiss. She had a glow about her face, and her eyes were a bright beautiful blue. I don't think I have ever come that much at one time, she said as she gave me a passionate kiss. You are the best lover a girl could ever want. She cooed as she kissed me again. It is easy to be a good lover, when you have the perfect partner. I whispered and gave her ear a lick. Are you ready for my piece of meat to fill up your love candle? I asked her as I stroked my cock. She did not say a word, she grabbed my cock and guided it toward her love hole. We fucked hard, and I sure that Sarah could hear us as Shannon was giving me vocal encouragement. I was not long, and she was ready to come again. Oh baby I am so ready fill me up with your hot cum. She softly cooed to me with her tongue in my ear. A few more stokes, and I could feel my cum start to move up my shaft. Get ready baby I am ready to explode inside of you. I whispered as I looked deeply into her blue eyes. I don't know who came first but when we were done, we both felt like whipped noodles. I just rolled over. I don't think I could move. I am sure my legs won't. We cuddled up to each other. I think that was the best sex that we ever had. She said softly in my ear. Time seemed to fly by us and soon it was Saturday and time for me to go home. Shannon was scheduled to fly out to Hawaii on Monday. They both took me out to the airport. I gave both girls hugs and kisses and I turned and walked down the concourse to board my plane home. Chapter 04 The Move My plane landed at the airport right on time, and Sister Beth was there to pick me up. 
We had a nice brother-sister chat on the way home. I told her everything that happened out west, but omitted my sexual encounters with Shannon. Big difference in temperature between here and California. We had a board of directors meeting set up for the end of the week. We have one every year around this time. Dad is the president, Brenda the vice president, Beth the secretary, and I am the treasurer of the corporation. We go over the whole year, and then the coming year, and make other decisions on what direction we want the company to go. It was time for me to tell them that I decide to resign from the company and move to California. I missed and loved Shannon way too much to stay here any longer. Now was the right time to make the move. If for some reason it does not work out, then I can still come back here. They all agreed, and figured that this was going to happen, and they already made plans to on how to proceed without me here. The girls told me. That they would watch the cottage for me and use it in the summer months. We had a real good year last construction season, especially in the general contracting division. Lots of building going on in the plants. Dad passed out the bonuses to us. Plus he gave me an added bonus to help me out till I got on my feet out west. He also sold me the 81 Bronco, for a grand, which is a company vehicle that I had been driving past two years. The board meeting finished up, and we all went out and had lunch afterwards. We have always been sort of a close-knit family. They asked me. When Shannon was due here. She is still in Hawaii film her part in the Magnum P.I. show. She told me she hopes to wrap up end of this week, or early next. She still plans on flying out here on Monday the 19th. I reported to them. With Christmas on a Sunday this year, we plan on heading back west on Monday the 26th. I informed them. We always went to the folks' house, Christmas Day dinner. I figured that Shannon and I would spend the night there, and leave in the morning. That way I could close up the cottage on Saturday, for the winter. It was a busy couple of weeks, and before I knew it I was at the airport waiting for my blonde goddess to show up. I watched the plane land and taxi up to the terminal. I counted and she was the twelfth person off the plane. As she came through door she spotted me and rushed to my arms. We hugged and kissed. Oh my I miss you it feels so good to be in your arms. She gushed as she kissed me again. It is so good to see you, did I ever miss you, and I love you, how was your trip? I asked her as I returned her kiss. I love you too, the trip was great, I am so glad to be here. She whispered into my ear. We got her bags, and headed out the door towards the truck, for some reason I always call the Bronco a truck. We got in and headed for the cottage. It was cold outside and she was shivering before the heater warmed up the inside of the truck. Light snow was falling and there was three to four inches of snow on the ground. It was almost dinner time, when we got to the cottage. I had a pork roast in the oven with baked potatoes. It smelled real good when we walked into the cottage. I knew she would be hungry from the long trip. I also had a fire in the fireplace going to heat up the cottage. She saw the fire going and ran over to it to warm herself up. She got her clothes put away and I got dinner on a table in front of the fireplace, and we ate. She told me all about Hawaii, and shooting scenes on the show, and just how nice the main actors were to her. She said between mouthfuls of food. Tom and Larry both real nice and took her out to dinner, and she told them all about me getting her this job. She added. We finished dinner, cleaned up the dishes and we sat before the fire on my bearskin rug. I put a sheet over the rug, in case we leak some fluids. Pretty quick we are making out and I slowly undress her, as she undressed me. Our tongues are dancing with each other in my mouth. We lay down in front of the fireplace, and I gently start to massage her breast and nipples. They were popped out about in half an inch. We kissed some more, and it was very romantic with only the fireplace giving of any type of light. We could hear the wind blowing and light snow was coming down. Oh, your touch feels so good. It has only been three weeks or so, but it feels like we've been apart three months. She moans into my mouth. I have missed you so much, now that I have you in my arms, I am never letting you go. I whispered back to her. We kissed with more passion, our tongues were flicking into each other's mouth. I continued to massage her breast and nipples. My hand slowly worked its way down to her pussy. To my surprise it was bare. I shaved my hair off down there for you, do you like it baby? She breathed into my ear. You are always full of surprises, that is why I love you so, yes I like it. I said, as I kissed her ear. My hand was busy stroking her bare lips, what it turned on to me. I could feel some of her fluids start to leak out of her pussy. I sent my fingers into her pussy to investigate the leakage, and she was so turned on, she was soaking wet in her pussy. I rotated my fingers around her love hole, picking up speed, I could hear her gasping. 
I moved my finger up to the roof of her vagina touching her sensitive spot there. I keep pressure on that spot, causing her some intensive pleasure. I moved over and started to rub her clitoris, and then back to that sensitive spot, rotating between the two areas. Meanwhile my mouth was working her nipples over, sucking them and licking them, causing bumps on her areola. Oh god baby that feels so good don't stop keep it right there. She panted. I am close to coming, do it harder make me come. She cried out. I could feel her fluid start to thicken on my fingers, and I kept working her good and soon her legs clamped against my hand as her orgasm shook her body with pleasure. Baby I have to go down there and see what a shaved pussy tastes like, do you want to lick your pussy? I asked her in a sexy voice. Oh yes lick my pussy make me come again please. She purred. I moved down to her shaved beaver and licked the juices that were on the outside of her bare lips. She spread her legs wide open for better access for me, as my tongue started to probe the entrance to her love hole. I licked her up and down and gave special attention to her clitoris. Soon she was squirming around, and humping her hips into my face. I am going to come, I am going to come. She screamed as she pushed my face right into her pussy. I was not quick enough and she locked her legs around my head, as she exploded her orgasm right into my face. I tried to drink as much of her sweet nectar as I could. I moved up, and inserted my rock-hard cock into her steaming love hole, filling it up with my meat. We got into a steady rhythm of hard fucking, with my sack slapping at her asshole, as we fucked. Oh my god baby I am ready to come again. She panted. Me too. I grunted back I could feel the pressure building up in my sack, ready to erupt, and I exploded a fifteen-day supply of cum into her bare pussy, just as she wrapped her legs tightly around me, drawing me into her deeper she got up and went to the bathroom to clean up, and I went to the kitchen to wash up. I grabbed some clean sheets, and some blankets, and pillows, and put them on the bare skin rug. I stoked up the fireplace, just as she came out of the bathroom. Oh cool we are going to sleep on the bare rug by the fire. She exclaimed. We laid down on the rug with her in my arms, and we feel asleep. We both slept without moving till morning came. It seemed to me that the rest of the week just flew by, and finally Saturday came, and she helped me close up the cottage, and we got it all winterized. We loaded up the truck and headed over to my folks' house to spend Christmas Eve and day with them, before we left for California. We got to the house and mom was there to welcome us, and she showed us to my old room to sleep in. As he left us to get settled in, and get dinner ready. Shannon gave out an odd laugh as she said. I feel funny sleeping together with you under your parents' roof. You think they don't know that we sleep together? I replied. Maybe I should tell them about Monday night on the bearskin rug, I said teasing her. She hauled off and smacked me on the arm and shed me. Mom called up and said that dinner was ready. We all sat down and had a great meal. Mom is a very good cook, that is where I learned how to cook from. We cleaned up the dishes, and then we all headed to church for Christmas Eve services. We got home and sat around for a while talking. They want to hear all about Shannon's trip to Hawaii, and how the shoot went for the show, and when was she going to be on TV. Sunday was Christmas, and we brought down the gifts that I got for all of our family. We opened gifts in the afternoon when everyone gets here. The gang showed up around 2 p.m., and gift opening started right away. Mom and Dad gave Shannon and me our gift together. It was a cashier check for $25,000, to help us start our new life together. That brought tears to Shannon's eyes as she gave them both a hug and kiss. As you can guess Shannon is a big hit with my family. I gave Shannon my gift last it was a Krugerrand gold coin and a necklace. Mom and Dad got them when they were in South Africa in the mid-70s. It was one of the things that I salvaged from the divorce. I put the necklace on her, and she looked stunning. She gave me a hug and kiss, and ran to the closest mirror to see how it looked on her. It is about one ounce of gold, worth at current pricing around $400. Mom always does a great job with Christmas dinner. We had prime beef tenderloin cook medium rare, with mashed potatoes, gravy, vegetable, salad, and dessert. Everybody left around six. They all wished us good luck on our life together in California. We headed up to bed around 10, and just like Saturday night, I tried to make love to Shannon, but she was not having any of it. No matter how hard I tried she said nope. She would not even let me feel her breast. So I kissed her goodnight, and whispered in her ear. Monday night at the hotel we stop at, you are going to owe me big time. Okay. She said as she laughed. Monday morning we said our goodbyes to the folks, and jumped into the Bronco, and headed west. 
As we got out of town and on the freeway, Shannon started up some idle chatter then she looked at me. You know what your mother said to me as she hugged me? She asked me. I have no idea, what did she say? I replied wanting to know. She hugged me and said you will take good care of my baby boy, won't you? She told me. That is my mom, I love her so. I said with a smile. Three days later we pulled into her apartment, and I was tired from driving. Sarah came running out and gave us both a hug as she was glad to see us. I settled down to my new life with Shannon in California. I hope I made the right choice. It was New Year's Eve, time to chase out the old year 82 and usher in the new year 83. The girls were invited to a couple of parties, which they planned to attend. They went out and got complete new outfits to wear. It is an unwritten rule that no one wears the same outfit, so somehow they managed to catalog the outfits, don't ask me how, as men don't know shit about that stuff. We attend both parties and had lots of fun, I meet many new faces at these parties, and got some good contacts that I was introduced to Gene Simons of the rock band Kiss, and his actress-slash-girlfriend Shannon Tweed. The two Shannons knew each other from being together at the Playboy Mansion. It was fun talking to Gene. As usual everyone tells everyone to come and see them anytime, but nobody ever does. We got home the next morning around 5am, and I slept till noon, Shannon slept to 3, and Sarah got home around noon was still in bed. Things settled down into a routine, and I was working at being a good manager for Shannon, but it was hard as competition for work in the movie business is fierce. I got tapes of everything that Shannon has done out here. I was looking for her strong points, and her weak points. I made a list of both, it took me a few weeks of watch and writing, and watching again, to make sure I did not miss anything. It was sad, as she did not have a lot of good points, other than her beauty, and body. She never really had any training to be an actress, and it showed as she is not really that polished. She needs help with acting lessons, and maybe a tutor to help her also. All that stuff is expensive. Finally it all came to a head. We had our first major fight over this, or at least she did. I told her. That as an actress she was very limited, due to her lack of experience, and training. I also told her. That she need to go to acting school to get that training. For some reason that struck her wrong, or she took it the wrong way, as she fired back at me. Are you saying that my acting ability sucks, and they only cast me for my looks and body? She asked with her blue eyes cold as ice. No honey I am saying that you need some help to get to the next level, or you will always be cast in B-movies. I tried to explain to her. Then what are you trying to say, that I should be your little wifey poo, and we go back to that cottage in Nowheresville? Raise three kids and go to the PDA. She screamed at me. No 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 you got it all wrong, I don't want to go back, our future is out here. I said, as I tried to reason with her. She had a head of steam built up and let it loose on me, ranting and raving, say all kinds of bad things about me and us. How I was a lousy lover, and never really did satisfy her, she faked everything. Finally she said, I see now that my future is not your future, you have no faith in me as an actress, you have been here a month and you think you're an expert. I want you out of here, I don't want to see you anymore. You can come get your stuff when I am not here. She cried at as she ran up the stairs and slammed the bedroom door shut. I sat there stunned, not knowing what to do, so I just sat there waiting for her to come back down the stairs. I could hear her crying up there. I wanted so bad to walk up there and hold her in my arms and comfort her. But I just sat here in silence, thinking. Finally after a couple of hours, I heard the bedroom door opening, she came down the stairs, and she saw me still sitting there. What the fuck are you still doing here? I told you to get the fuck out of my apartment now. She spoke in a venomous tone. Shannon I love with all my heart, let me say what I have to say, and then I will leave your life for good? I asked her. She just stared at me with a cold look and nodded her head yes. I waited for you to come down, so we could talk about how to tear you apart and rebuild you into an Academy Award winning actress. You have the talent, ability, and beauty to accomplish this, and if we work together as a team, then we will succeed, but remember this whatever happens I will always love you. I said in a nervous voice. I looked at her, and her bottom lip was quivering, there were tears in her beautiful blue eyes, and she ran to me and threw her arms around my neck and buried her face into my shoulder, and cried. I held her tight, and let her cry. Oh my god, I am so sorry, I don't know what came over me. Can you ever forgive me? She sobbed on my shoulder. Shannon I love you and of course I will forgive you, if you forgive me. 
I said as I stroked her hair softly as I held her tight to me. She pulled back and looked at me in a very loving way, and she said, I do love you, and I am sorry for what I said, it was wrong of me, you were only trying to help, I have nothing to forgive you for, you were right. I will work with you as my teammate, and lover, to accomplish these goals. She said, as she gave me a soft kiss. She broke the kiss and turned and headed towards the stairs, stopped and held her hand out to me. We walked up the stairs hand in hand. We got to our bedroom, and she kissed me passionately, then looked softly into my eyes. Please make love to me, make me come, make feel wanted, needed, and loved. Oh, how I love you so. She softly cooed to me in a very loving way. We stripped our clothes off, and I picked her up and carried her to our bed, laying her down I climb in beside her, and we started to kiss softly at first, and then with more passion. Our tongues gently danced together, showing the love we had for each other. As we kissed, my hand was busy on her 36C breasts, rubbing and massaging them, making her nipples stick up like little minute man missiles waiting for launch. I broke the kiss and started on her ear tenderly licking and nibbling on it. She loves for me to do that. I kissed her slender neck and softly gave it love bites. I stopped at her breast and started to lick at her nipples and gently nibbled on them. She gave a couple of gasps at that. Oh, baby, that feels so good when you lick and bite my nipples. It starts to get my pussy wet. She cooed at me. I ran my hand down to her bare lips to check it out. She was right. There was moisture on her outer pussy lips. I slowly inserted my finger into her snatch and started to work it a little bit. Her pussy was just sopping wet and I could feel her liquid gushing around my two fingers that I had inside of her. I started to rotate my fingers real slow at first, gently teasing her pussy. She was thrusting her hips into my fingers, demanding more. I started to pick up the speed and moved up the her sensitive spot on the roof of vagina. I hit that a couple of times and her hips came right off the bed in hot pleasure. All this time I was sucking feverishly on her nipples, and she was moaning in pleasure. Oh baby go down and lick my pussy with your talented tongue, make me come hard. She said with love and sex dripping from her voice. I was never one to turn down her request and I slowly worked my head down to her pussy. She spread her legs wide, and I put my mouth over the top of her pussy lips and sucked on them, like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. She was squirming like a worm on a hook as I continued to pleasure her. I worked my tongue into her bare pussy and lick and suck on it, and on her clitoris, till I could feel her orgasm start to build up. She hit like old faithful the geyser, dousing my face full of her warmer orgasm. I did my best to lick and suck it all up, but it was like she threw a bucket full of cum at me. As I came up for some air, with her cum still dripping off my face, she was squirming and twisting around with her eyes closed, and then they popped open and she said to me, I want you and me right now, fuck me as hard as you can, she said with a wild lustful look in her eyes. I moved up and filled her cunt with my cock, and fucked her as hard and rough as I could. Her pussy was hot, and it was not long and my cum tube and nuts were filled with her heat. I could feel that good feeling of cum ready to explode. Shannon baby I am ready to come. I warned her. Oh honey fill me with your seed, plant it deep, was all that she said. I dumped a load, that made her belly button stick out, sure felt like ten spurts of cum that came out of me into her waiting pussy. Man that explosion whipped me, I think that all my juices were now in Shannon. I flopped off her, and just laid there. Oh baby that was so good, I love you so much, let's never fight again. She lovingly whispered into my ear, as she held me tight. We sat down the next day and started to plan out our future. She did some checking on what acting schools were the best, and the cost to join. I knew they would not be cheap. She enrolled into one, and I went with her, to learn all that I could. I was able to start meeting people who were helping me learn how to be a script writer, director, and producer in the movie business. Shannon was taking acting lesson, and she was a fast learner. Things were going good, and we were waiting for our next big break in this business. The next day her episode on Magnum P.I. was aired, I thought she did a fabulous job. A couple days later the Magnum people called, and asked if she could come out for the season final episode, which will be filmed in a couple weeks. They would get with her in the next day or two on the scheduling. Now she was all wound up with excitement. All the information came in the next couple of days, we got our flights, hotels, and told the acting school that she would be on a shoot for two weeks. They have strict rules, and said that this was an excusable reason to be gone, and wished her good luck. I called home to the office to talk with Dad, and tell what was going on. The secretary answered the phone, and I asked to speak to Dad, he answered, 
and he said hold on I want the girls to hear this. Soon as everyone was on, I filled them in on what has been happening so far. They wished us well and good luck, and dad said that the would tell mother that I called. We packed our bags and headed for paradise as Magnum calls it in the show. The flight was good, as we got to our hotel, the clerk gave Shannon a letter. Inside was an itinerary of the upcoming week work schedule. When the shooting was done, there would be a big season-ending party. She went into the bedroom, and came out in her skimpy blue bikini, that matched her eyes. Let's go down to the beach for a while, and unwind a bit, she said with a mischievous smile. Okay, I replied eyeballing her skimpy suit. I got my suit on and came back into the room, she was standing on the balcony lookout at the ocean. I came up behind her and started to rub her body, and of course I stopped at her tits, and got me a handful. No 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 beach first before any sex, she said as she smiled at me while pushing my hands away. We headed down to the beach, had a nice swim, and then went for a walk down the beach. It sure felt good to do absolutely nothing for a while but hold her hand while we walked. We came back to our hotel and laid around the pool for an hour or so. But I kept remembering her promise of swim first, sex second, and I figured it was about sex time. We should head back to the room for a nap, I suggested. She just laughed at me, knowing what was on my mind. We stripped our suits off and I told her to lay down on the bed. I started to give her a massage. I started at her toes rubbing and massaging each toe and both feet. I slowly worked up her lovely calves giving each a good rub down, to her thighs. She slightly parted them for better access, and I rubbed them and her lovely buttock. Oh God baby does that feel so good? She moaned at me. I rubbed her back, shoulders, and down each arm to her fingers. I think that I was turning her into butter with this massage. I told her. To move over onto her back for me. I started on her toes again and moved up her legs. She had them parted and as I looked at her pussy I could see moisture on her bare lips. I worked my hands up the top of her thighs till I got to that bare pussy. It looked so delicious to eat. But first I rubbed around her lips real slow and gently. She was completely relaxed by now and was softly moaning as I rubbed her pussy lip. I spread her pussy lips and slowly inserted two fingers into her pussy. I started to give her a real good massage inside of her shaved fanny. I could feel her liquid start to flow. I worked my finger faster and fast and her breathing got deeper and faster with me. Soon she was twisting and squirming on the bed as I was working on her engorged clitoris. All of a sudden she grabbed the pillow and screamed loudly into it, her legs snapped tight, as her orgasm racked her body. I let her settle down, and then I spread her legs as wide as I could and got my head down there to start to lick up her juices, that were still running out of her pussy. I gave her the hoover treatment, as I suck real hard and fast on her lips. Then I move up to her clitoris, and licked it as slow and steady as I could. God I just love to eat her honey pot, it tasted like the sweet nectar of love juice. Slow and steady I licked and sucked her pussy and clitoris, till I felt her secretion start to thicken and flow faster, as her orgasm started to begin. She rocked and shook and exploded an ocean of cum into my face and mouth, for a moment I though I might drown. I surfaced with a grin from ear to ear, as she was howling into the pillow with pleasure. Oh my god babe that was so fucking good, from the massage to the finger fuck, to you eating me out. I think that is the most that I ever cummed, she exhaustively said, as I kissed her deeply so she could taste herself. Her hand was stroking my ridged cock in a steady motion. She broke the kiss. It is my turn now, she said as she nibbled on my ear. She moved down my body and took my cock in her mouth and swallowed me deeply right to the base. She worked me up and down, then backed off to let me cool down. Then she licked my sack and sucked my balls. She went back to sucking the head of my cock, tickling my exit hole. She could tell that I was close to coming, and backed off, and crawled up to me on her stomach. Do me from the behind baby, she said as she looked me right in the eyes. Are you sure I know that you had a bad experience one time that way? I said in a concerned way. I am sure, just do it please, she begged. I mounted her from behind and sunk my cock deep into her pussy. I fucked her slowly at first to get her used to the feeling and then I picked up speed. It was a big turn-on to see her pussy lips gripping my cock. I pumped away deep inside her pussy. She became vocal. Yes, that is it, baby, fuck me harder. Dump your seed into me. Hurry, I am close to coming. She cried softly. I just grunted as I was almost there. Now, 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 baby, now. She huffed and puffed as her orgasm started. Oh, God, baby, here I go. 
I said as I dumped my load of seed deep inside of her. I held her ass tight, as I fill her pussy full of my cum. As I let go of her, she flopped down on the bed on her tummy just laying there fully exhausted. My god that was some of the very best sex you ever did with me. She mumbled into the pillow. We both crashed on the bed for a nap. We slept for a couple of hours and then took a shower together. We dressed and went out for dinner. We hit the sack early, knowing by the itinerary that the rest of the week would be very busy. During the week I talked with the script writers about their job and how to be a good script writer. I was able to talk with the director on how he chose the shots per scene that he wanted taken. Finally I was able to confer with the producers on what it took to produce this show. In the end I picked up a ton of information. Shannon was very busy, she had a lot of lines for the two-hour season finally. She looked great and did a very good job. But the twelve-hour days had her bushed when we got home. Finally the shooting was finished and everyone was satisfied with the end product. They had a very nice season final party that I hit off big with Tom when he found out I was from Michigan and was a Tiger fan. We must have talked for about an hour on the Tigers. What are your plans for the future in show business? He asked me. I would like to write scripts for movies and then direct those movies. I told him. And what about Shannon? He asked me again. I told him that she is working hard taking acting lessons and we will see what that brings us. I responded back to him. You know you have a very loyal woman there. A number of guys tried to hit on including me, but she fend them all off very politely. And when Larry and I had dinner with her and she told us all about you, and now I know why, I can see she is deeply in love with you, he told me. Furthermore, I can see where the acting lessons are starting to pay off, as she is much more confident on the set than the first time. You have a very beautiful woman there, and in this business it is extremely hard to keep them for any length of time. I wish you and her the best of luck, he said to me. We had four days left of our vacation, and we spent a day each in Maui, and the big island Hawaii, and the rest back at our hotel in Honolulu till our time was up. Paradise was real nice, but it was time to head home and back to our lives in Hollywood. Chapter 05 The Awards We arrived home safe and sound. Sarah was glad to see us and want to know all about our trip. Shannon told her all about it. When she was done the three of us went out for dinner. Things settled back down to normal. Shannon was back at acting school, doing long hours to make up for lost time. Also the tutor was over three nights a week for a couple of hours to work with her on her weak points. Meanwhile I was busy working on my first movie script. The title I chose was Winner Take All. It was loosely based on a beauty pageant, with backstage drama. Of course I am writing it with Shannon I mind for the lead part. Both girls having been in many pageants, were giving me some good inside pointers. I did not realize just how fucking hard this was to write. I have been at it for almost a month and have a bunch of notes, and a few pages of script, but that is it so far. Our one year anniversary was fast approaching, one year ago we met at that bar in the Sands Hotel, in Las Vegas. March 20th was on a Tuesday, what to do, what to do. They have these chefs that will come to your house and cook you a gourmet meal. Shannon loves French food, so I chose a French chef. I asked Sarah. If she wanted to join us for dinner that night. I told her what I had planned for Shannon. She smiled in delight. And said absolutely. I called the school and told them make sure Shannon left at 5 on Tuesday night. No extra work after class. I stopped at the jewelry store and got her a ring, necklace, and earrings that all matched, with her birthstone in each of them. She was born in March and her birthstone is called the bloodstone, which is a heliotrope, mineral. The Gregorian calendar has poems on each birthstone by an unknown author. The clerk at the jewelry store gave me the poem for Shannon's bloodstone. I put the poem in the card that I got Shannon. Everything was coming together. The chef had the dinner ready to go at 6 p.m., which is the time Shannon should be getting home. I had the roses in a box for her to open first. Both Sarah and I got dressed up for the occasion. About 10 to 6, in comes Shannon. Hello, I am home. She hollers. Then she stops dead in her tracks, as she can smell the delicious dinner, and then she spots both Sarah and I stand there dressed up. Um, guys, what is going on here? She asked us with a confused look on her face. I grabbed the box of roses and walked over to her and opened them for her to see what was inside the box. She looked at me puzzled. Happy anniversary, honey. I said smiling as I hand her the roses very carefully. 
She took the roses from me as tears started to run down her cheeks. She put arms around me as Sarah took the roses and gave me a big hug and kiss. I completely forgot about this, and I did not get you anything. She sobbed into my shoulder. That is okay, you will give me my gift in bed tonight. I informed her as I softly gave her a kiss. Sarah came back in with the roses in a vase, and she said, The chef says that dinner is ready. I told the girls to wait a second, as I got them both corsages to wear, and I pined one on each of them. Dinner was fabulous, as the chef served each course and explained what his was. The girls had a great time with dinner. We finished up around 7 p.m., and the chef had everything cleaned up and left at 7.30. So did Sarah she had a date at 8 p.m. We sat on the couch, and I gave Shannon her card and gifts. Open the gifts first, and then the card. I told her. So she did, and she squealed with delight and put on three pieces of jewelry, and ran to the mirror to see how they looked on her. She bounded back to me and jumped on my lap and gave me big hug and wet passionate kiss. Oh how I love you, and thank you for the very nice gifts. She said as she kissed me again. You are welcome, but don't forget to open your card. I said as I kissed her back. She opened her card I got her a mushy one that girls just love, and it brought more tears to her eyes, and then she read the poem, kind of an odd poem. Who in this world of ours their eyes in March 1st open shall be wise, in days of peril firm and brave, and wear a bloodstone to their grave. I told her where the poem came from, and it was a very old poem. I said, it real does not make a whole lot of sense to me. We laid on the couch listening to some music that she likes. She laid up against me admiring her new jewelry. We chatted a bit about the evening and reminisced about a year ago and what a good time we had together. We also talked about how so much has happened to us since that first meeting. She got up and went upstairs for a few minutes and then came back down wearing a light blue see-through negligee with a bow on front between her breasts. She said in a sexy voice, Here is your gift wrapped with a bow. Do you want me to open here or upstairs? I laughed. Right here right now. She said, what about if Sarah comes home while we are down here? I asked her with a twinkle in my eye. You got Sarah all horned up with all your special attention that you give me. She is at her boyfriend's, fucking his brains out for the night. She informed me, rubbing her breast. I got up and turned off the music and took her hand and we walked up the stairs. For what I had in mind, we were not going to be on a couch. We got in the bedroom and she dropped her negligee, and she quickly disrobed my clothes off me. Lay down on the bed face down. She ordered me. My gift to you will be complete body massage and a deep throat blow job. She softly spoke to me. And that is exactly what she proceeded to do. Her massage was as good as any professional would do, except she likes to rub her nipples down my back. She knows doing that makes my cock get hard. She told me to turn over, so she could do the front side of me. And again as she finishes the massage, she rubs my chest with her nipples, which now are rock hard. She slides down, and starts to lick my cock and suck on my purple head. She licks my pre-cum off my head, and tries to sticks her tongue down my cum exit hole, to get at the rest of my pre-cum. She then starts her deep throating of my cock real slowly taking my head first and slowly inching her way down till it is full embedded in her throat. She starts a rhythm of sucking up to my head and down to my base, picking up speed. When she feels me getting ready to come, she stops and just licks my shaft to let me cool down. Then she starts the whole process over, till I am on pins and needles and I can't take any more. I take my hands and hold her head down, and I face fuck her till I blow my load right down her throat. She takes all of my juices and sucks hard at my exit hole to get the any that is left in there. She crawls back up to me and gives me a deep wet passionate kiss, sharing some of my juices with me. She loves to do that, as much as I love doing it to her. Was that a good anniversary present? She asked me with a kiss. The best, because you're the best lover a man could ask for. I responded returning her kiss. We laid there for a few minutes to let me recover from that awesome blow job she just gave me. You know what? She asked me. Hmm. I grunted back. I love you very much, and thank you for the very nice dinner, flowers, and card but I love the jewelry the best, because I don't have any with my birthstone in them. She purred at me. I love you also, you are the most important person in my life right now, and all I want to do is make you happy. You are very welcome for the gifts that I gave you. I whispered into her ear, as I roll over next to her. It is my turn now. I said as I licked her ear. Go for it baby, make me come, make me come real hard. 
She cooed as she gave me a kiss that I kissed her back, and our tongues were wrapped together, like two arm wrestlers. As we kissed passionately, my hand was busy massaging her breasts and nipples. I broke the kiss and kissed my down to her breast, where I suck, lick, and bite around her breasts and nipples. She likes me to bite her nipples softly. Pretty quick she has goosebumps on her realas, as she was getting turned on. That usually means that her pussy is getting wet. Baby is your pussy getting wet from this? I asked between mouthfuls. MMMM put your magic fingers down there and find out. She moaned to me. You don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out what she means. I gently massaged my hands way down to legs. I massage both of her thighs, knowing that she loves that, and it makes her wetter. Softly I rub around her pussy lips, they were nice and smooth, and I could feel the moisture collecting on her lips. I stroked her slit a few times to get it good and ready for the invasion of my fingers. I worked her lips open and dunked my fingers into her soaking wet hole. I could feel her liquid ooze between my fingers, as she was really wet. My God, sweetheart, your pussy is soaking wet. I whispered over top of her nipple. I am so ready for you right now, no more playing, just stick it in me now. She gasped. You don't want me to eat your pussy out to make you feel really good? I asked teasingly. And oh, she commanded. Fuck me now. I got between her legs on my knees, and I spread her legs like a turkey wishbone, and I thrust my pecker deep into her cunt. I had her ankles over top of my shoulder. She was spread wide open for me, and I proceeded to just plain fuck her as fast as I could. I felt like a piston in a car motor, and her pussy was the cylinder, and her juices were the lubricate. The faster I could go, the more heat we generated. I could hear her moan and groan, and telling me to fuck her faster and harder. Oh, God, honey, I am going to come. She screamed out loud, as she gushed a load of her cum. I fucked for about ten minutes or so it seemed, and then I stopped my legs were killing me. I had her turn over and I fucked her dog style. She likes that way now that we did it in Hawaii. I pounded for a few minutes, and she screamed again as she had another orgasm. I was getting close now. I dismounted her and turned her over and straddled her chest, and started to stroke my cock. Come for me, baby. Come all over me. Come on, tits. Oh, that is so fucking hot watching you do that. She said with encouragement. She kept up with the dirty talk, while I jacked away on my cock. Finally I exploded, and my first few ropes of cum hit her right in the face and mouth. The rest dribbled over her breast. She ran her tongue over her lips to drink in my cum, she used her fingers to wipe the cum off her face, and she licked them clean. She used her hand to massage my cum into her breasts. I was whipped and rolled off her pooped. There was not any energy left in my muscles, I gave it all for her. She rolled next to me, and looked me right into the eyes. That was fucking awesome, I was never so turned on in my life as I was watching you jack off into my face she said still excited. Baby I am done, there's nothing left in my tank, I need some sleep. I said as a pooped puppy. She curled up next to me and the next thing I know it is morning and time to get up. Shannon was already up and downstairs getting ready for school. She was talking with Sarah when I got downstairs. Sarah looked at me and had a big smile on her face. I did not say anything except good morning girls, but I figured she and Shannon must have talked about the sex they got last night. Them two tell each other everything. I think I could feel my face getting red. End of April they ran the Magnum season ending show and Shannon was great in it. We are hoping that this will have a springboard effect in getting her noticed. Her agent started to get some calls on various things, nothing great, but at least it was a start. Shannon worked really hard at the acting school, and they work with her on everything. By doubling up on her hours and using a tutor she finished the profession course in four months. They were pleased with what she accomplished, and graduated her early. We figured we would see what happened after that, if she need more schooling she could go back. We picked out the commercials we liked, from the offers we got, we chose those that were the easiest to do and would give her some exposure. The commercials were not nationwide but regional to California and surrounding areas. There were a couple of soaps that were talking with us, but they wanted two-year contracts. I did not want anything long-term right now. The first part of summer we were very busy, as Shannon was doing some commercials, and some modeling. She had a couple of guest spots on summer replacement shows. I finally finished my script, now I had to find a movie company to buy into it. I had a lot of hard work in front of me, to get this done. We got our first real big break. Tom Selleck called. They were filming a movie called The Guardian. The actress who was playing Mother Hell, a sexy pirate queen, 
did not pan out and they were looking for a replacement. Was Shannon interested in being tested for the part? He asked. Wait a second and I will ask her. She is sitting right here. I laughed. I think all the screaming and hooting and hollering gave him the answer. We chatted for a while. Someone will be getting in contact with Shannon and you about the testing and scheduling, he said. I thanked him and we said our goodbyes. Shannon pasted the test with flying colors and was just the type of actress they were looking for to do that part. She had a blast doing the part and she knew Tom so that helped. It was the first time we have been separated since we moved in together. She was gone for two months doing the filming of the movie. The movie was released just after Easter in 1984 and did very well for a while holding first place in earnings for two weeks and did well till Indiana Jones and Ghostbuster came out. I had some friends at MGM and I meet with them on my script and we haggled on this for a few weeks and just after the 4th of July we made a deal. I controlled the script, was the director, and Shannon and I were the producers. She had the lead actress part as I wrote it for her. I settled with MGM for no salary and Shannon got 50000 and we get 30% of the revenue after expenses. It was a very big gamble on our part but the rewards were huge if the movie was a success. I never worked so hard in my life. During production I was working 12 hours days on the average. By the time it was completed I was drained. I had very little time for Shannon, but she was a great trooper and stood by her man. Things got pretty well wrapped by Easter of 1984, and we took a two-week vacation to Hawaii for some us time. It took just over one year from start to end till we were able to complete the movie. Although most things were done by Easter, there are always little things and some reshooting to do. By the end of August it appeared that everything was finished. We did some promotion on it for a couple of months before releasing it a few weeks before Thanksgiving weekend. It was a chick movie and the women flocked to it, and of course they took their husbands or boyfriends, who were hoping to get some sex afterwards. The movie got great reviews, and did extremely well holding first or second place in earnings for six straight weeks, and was in the top ten for twelve weeks. We grossed 125 million in the US and Canada, 75 million more overseas, when it all got said and done. The movie cost 20 million to make. We netted around 54 million on it. Never in my wildest dreams did I expect that dot of course what happened at the Academy Awards really helped the overall gross. I got my first check from MGM, the end of January for $12 million. The first thing I did was to go buy a house for Shannon and me. Found a beautiful house, on an 1.5 acres of land, it has 6,000 SFT of living space. It had five bedrooms, plus the master bedroom, and bathrooms for each. Pool, sauna, tennis courts, plus lots of other stuff. It was somewhat furnished, and all new appliances. Shannon got home to the apartment later that day. Please sit down on the couch, honey. I have something to show you. I told her. She sat down and looked at me kind of puzzled. I handed her the check to look at, and she asked, What is this? This is our first installment check on what we earn for winner takes all. I informed her. She opened the envelope and leaped in the air screaming. Twelve million dollars you mean we got twelve million fucking dollars. I can't believe it. She said as she came back to earth. She does get excitable easy. She grabbed me and put her head on my shoulder and started to cry. The emotion was too much for her. I stroked her hair and that is only the first installment. Depending on how good the movie does, we should get lots more. I told her. She tipped her head back and gave me a very warm and sexy kiss. I want you to take me to bed right now and make love to me. She requested. I don't often go against her wish, and I never turn down sex, but I said. No, there is more to show you. Put your shoes on and let's go. I said. She looked at me wide-eyed and did as I asked. We got into the truck and I took over to show her the new house. Keep your beautiful blue eyes closed. I told her, as I pulled into the circle driveway and up to the front door. I helped her out of the truck. Okay, you can open your eyes now. I said. Surprise, what do you think of your new house? I smiled at her lovingly. Are you serious this is going to be our house? She said with her eyes now wide open. I unlocked the door and opened it for her, and then I gave her a kiss and swept her off her feet, and carried her over the threshold into the house, and then put her down. She had tears in her eyes as she looked around her new house. As we walked around the house and I pointed out things to her, showing her our new bedroom, the backyard, and the rest of the house. Finally it was too much for her, and she grabbed me and broke out crying on my shoulder in happiness. 
Honey, this house is gorgeous. Just how much did you pay for it? She asked me. We paid one million dollars for it. Remember it is your house too. I told her. Shannon, honey, you know that I love you very much and that you are the most important person in my life now. I said to her softly. She pulled back and gave me the best kiss ever. You are just full of surprises today. First the check, then the house. She gushed at me full of love. We locked the house up and walked hand in hand to the truck and I helped her in and we headed back to the apartment. Sarah was there waiting for us and when Shannon told her everything, Sarah jumped into my arms and gave a big hug and kiss. It was dinner time and I was hungry, so the three of us went out and had a celebration dinner. Shannon was busy with the interior decorator and with the furniture design people and she got the house all set and ready for us to move in the first week of March. She got our bedroom and three of the five bedrooms done by then. We called both folks and told them what was going on and they both congratulated us on our new house and successful movie. Shannon was sad to leave Sarah alone in the apartment, but it was time for us to move on with our lives, and Sarah was a big girl, and it would not be long, and she will have her boyfriend there living with her. It was March, and the awards were being held on the 25th of this month. Winner was up for seven awards, Best Picture, Actress, Director, Producer, Writer, Music, and Costumes. The Guardian was up for a couple, including Best Supporting Actress. I called up the folks to see if they would like to come out to the award ceremonies. They thanked us and said they would be there. I told them to plan on staying with us in the new house, we have plenty of room. It was awards day and Shannon was a nervous wreck. She looked stunning in a beautiful light blue gown, with a crown in her hair, she wore her birthstone jewelry, and her Krugerrand necklace. We had a limousine pick us up at the house and take us to the awards. We were a hot couple with all the nomination, that we both were up for, and the success of Winner Takes All. Mom and Dad were having a ball being with us and getting lots of attention also. The photographers took tons of pictures of us, or should I say Shannon. She looked like a queen. Our table consisted of Mom and Dad, Sarah and her boyfriend, and us. Tom Selleck was there also with the group. We were having a good time, and finally Jack Lemon came on to start the show. He was hilarious, had us rolling in the floor with laughter. The first award we were up for was Best Original Score. I had it arranged for Abbott to be backstage. They were going to do three songs in a row, Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, and Winner Take All. They were going to play whether they won or not. Jeff Bridges and Ranking were the presenters, and when they called out Abba as the winner I went to accept the award, and then introduced them, and they preformed. When they were done I gave Benny the award, he had tears in his eyes, and thanked me over and over. I also gave both girls a hug and kiss. I did not win for Best Original Screenplay, or Producer. But Steve Spielberg present the award for Best Director. I was smiling from ear to ear, when he called my name out as the winner. Shannon was so proud of me, I thought for a second her boobs might pop out of her dress. Up next was the award for Best Supporting Actress, being presented by Ryan O'Neill. When he called out Shannon's name I thought she was going to faint. I helped her get up and gave her a big huge and kiss, as she went up to get her award. If we did not win another award, winning those two will translate into some big bucks down the road. Finally it was time for Best Actress, presented by Robert Duvall. They show clips of each actress preforming in their movies. When he called out Shannon's name the place went nuts, and Shannon placed her hand over her mouth, and had tears running down her cheeks. She was the first woman to ever win both awards in one year. She had a hard time giving her acceptance speech, instead she told a story about us. She told the audience after the first month of being together here in Hollywood, I analyzed all of her work to date. I then told her that she sucked as an actress, that made the whole audience laugh. She said I got really mad at him, and said some very unladylike things to him, and told him to leave and never come back. Then I did whatever girl does after a fight with her boyfriend, I ran up to my bedroom and had a good cry. She said all of this with tears streaming down her cheeks. When I came back down the stairs, he was still sitting at the table. I again told him in rather foul language, to get out, and this is what he said to me. I will never ever forget this. Shannon I love with all my heart, let me say what I have to say, and then I will leave your life for good. I waited for you to come down, so we could talk about how to tear you apart and rebuild you into an Academy Award-winning actress. You have the talent, ability, and beauty to accomplish this, and if we work together as a team, then we will succeed, but remember this whatever happens I will always love you, she said as tears streamed down her cheeks faster. To the love of my life, I love you very very much, 
and I thank you for all that you have done for me. She cried into the microphone. She grabbed her award and walked off the stage, to a rousing round of applause. Now it came time for Best Picture, and Laurence Olivier, one of the best actors of all times, was the presenter. It was very dramatic moment, as he dragged it out. Then he said, Why of course the winner is winner takes all. I leaped up about fifteen feet, as my mom was hugging me, dad was shaking my hand, and Sarah was trying to give me a kiss. I finally got through the mob, and made my way to the stage. Shannon was there waiting for me and gave me a big kiss in front of all. I shook Lauren's hand and thanked him. I took the mic and thanked everyone for the award. I said, This is quite a night for a couple of newbies to the industry. It took a year and a half, from original idea to final product. It took one year of my life to get this done. I can see now why some people burn out in this business. But then getting all these awards somehow makes it all worthwhile. I then thanked all the people who go to movies worldwide. I did not know what else to say, so I turned and took Shannon's hand and we walked off the stage to the standing applause of the audience. There were many parties afterward, and we got home almost at dawn. Mom and Dad had a great time, but they were pooped, and went right to bed. I did a few things downstairs, including putting our awards into the trophy cabinet. I went upstairs, and into our bedroom, and there was Shannon naked, playing with her pussy. She looked at me with lust-filled eyes and said, Oh baby I have been waiting for you, I am so horny come take care of me. I stripped out of my clothes in record time and dove into the bed tongue first. I started to lick her pussy, when she said, Turn around baby I want to suck your cock too. So we got into the 69 position, and we both sucked away. She was wringing wet down there from playing with herself, and my tongue add to her enjoyment, and it was not long and her fluid started to thicken up, and she cummed a bucket full into my mouth. Her cum ran into my mouth and over my chin, and down the crack of her ass. She had her arms around my ass, and had my cock buried deep in her throat, as her throat muscles started to milk my cock. Pretty quick she moved her hand over to my nut sack and gently started to rub them. That is all it took as my rocket launched its payload of cum right down her throat, causing her to gag a bit. Fuck me from behind, she suddenly said as she turned over on her belly. I rubbed her beautiful full ass, God she has a great sexy ass, and then slide my fingers into her snatch and work them around to loosen her up some. Now baby fuck me now, she demanded rather loudly. I slammed my cock deep inside her puss and pound her relentlessly. All of a sudden out of the blue, I spanked her fine ass. Ouch, she shouted. Then after a few moments she said, I have been a bad girl daddy, spank me again. I proceeded to spank her till her ass was red with my handprints. She started to howl. Oh, God did. I am going to come. She had such a violent orgasm that she blew me right out of her pussy and flopped down on the bed like a fish out of the water. She was twisting and turning, and her red ass was moving up and down. Then she mumbled. My God, the pain and pleasure was unbelievable. I think I blew a fuse down there. That was it. She laid there out cold, sound asleep. I covered us up and went to sleep next to her. Mom and Dad left the next day, as things got back to normal again, I hope. The offers started to pour in for Shannon, as they all wanted the award winner in their film. I told her I think we need a week vacation, before deciding on what to do. So we went to Hawaii for a week to rest and relax. Chapter 06 The Wedding We got back from our vacation and put the awards behind us. The offers were piling up for Shannon on all types of movie scripts. It was my job as manager to sort through them and pick out the best ones. This is a fucking harder job to do than writing a movie script. We settled on two movies for the fall and two more for the first half of 1986. She worked hard on all the movies, each did well in the box office, making the studio lots of money. The standard fee that we were asking per movie was $200,000, plus 1% of the net profits after expenses. I caught a lot of flack for those asking prices, but I told them take or leave it. Her star power with winning those two Academy Awards was a big draw for any movie. MGM was on my case for another script. So I started on one about surfing the big wave. It was about two surfers chasing the big wave from California to Australia to Hawaii. It was more action than dialogue. I finished up the script early in the winter of 1986. We got Patrick Swayze and Rob Lowe to star in it. The movie was filmed mostly on location, and final cost was $7 million. It grossed worldwide $77 million. 
I wrote, directed, and produced the film for 25% of the net gross. Shannon was not in this film, is why I dropped my percentage. The film was completed and in the theaters by Christmas of 1986. One day Tom Selleck came to me and said, He was cast in a movie called Three Men and a Baby, but Disney Studio bailed on them, and they could not find any other studio seen to be involved in financing the film, and would I be interested? I said, Let me look into it and see what I find out, and I would get back to you on it. I met with the three men people and reviewed the whole thing. I told them, That Shannon and I were in for 12 million, but I want 30% after expenses, which was my original 12 million, of the net gross. I also told them, that I would put in a good word at MGM for them. The movie was filmed in 1986 to 1987, and was to be released in the fall of 1987. They said, that would work for them if I could pull this off. We both were showing signs of fatigue. So I only let Shannon do one more film in the fall of 1986. When that was done we took a vacation to Hawaii, and we bought a nice estate there similar to Robin Master Estate on Magnum P.I., except not as much land went with it. We planned to vacation a lot in Hawaii, in the future, and it is hard to get any privacy in the major hotels, and I did not want a condo. That vacation was just what we need to recharge our batteries. When we got back I started to think about our future together. Right now things could not be better, but I could not help feeling that there needs to some sort of commitment by each of us. Christmas was coming up real quick, and I figured that now was a good time to pop the question. We told everyone we were staying at home alone to just plain rest and relax. I stopped at my favorite jewelry store and got her a diamond necklace, earrings, an engagement ring, and a matching set. The jewelry was expensive costing me over 500000 but she worth every penny. Christmas Day morning and I was in the kitchen making us a breakfast of bacon, scrambled eggs, toast, coffee, and orange juice. Shannon was still in bed sleeping. I went up and woke her up, to come down and eat her breakfast. After we cleaned up everything, I said to her, Are you ready to open gifts? Yes, she replied, as she bounded upstairs to get my gift. She came down with my gift and said, Here you open mine first. I opened the gift up and it was a beautiful Rolex watch. I said, Thank you honey, I just love it. As I gave her a big kiss with a little tongue action. I gave her my gifts and I told her which to open first, second, and third. She opened the earrings first and gave a gasp as they were beautiful. She kissed me and ran over to the mirror and tried them on. My next gift was the box with the diamond pendant necklace that it was a stunning piece of jewelry. This must have cost a lot, she said with her eyes wide open. Would you please put this on me? She asked me. She then went to the mirror again to see just how it looked on her. She came back to the couch and sat on my lap and gave me a warm and passionate kiss. She looked gorgeous with both pieces of jewelry on her. One more to open. I said as I hand her the next gift. She opened it up the box with the ring in it. She looked at it and then at me and then back at the ring, with tears starting to leak out of her eyes. Her hands started to shake. I grabbed the box from her and took the ring out of the box. I looked her right into those beautiful blue eyes. Shannon, you are the most important person in my life, and I love with all my heart. Will you accept this ring as a token of my love and marry me? I asked in my most sincere voice, as I put the ring on her third finger of her left hand. She lost it, as she sat there on my lap, she collapsed onto my shoulder and cried her eyes out. Well, if you don't like the ring, I can take it back and get my money back. I said with a smile on my lips. Oh, no, you don't. I waited a long time for you to get me this ring. She said with tears still running down her cheeks. Oh, it is such a beautiful ring. I love it so. She said softly. And yes, I will marry you. She kissed me softly and passionately, and then fiercely. She broke the kiss and sat there just staring at her engagement ring, as it shone brightly on her finger. She got up and went to the mirror to see just how all her new jewelry looked on her. Do you know why the engagement ring is always placed on the third finger of the left hand? I asked her. She looked at me with a puzzled look and shook her head no. The engagement ring is placed on the third finger of the left hand since in ancient times this finger was believed to be the only one with a vein running directly to the heart. Therefore, it was believed that a ring on this finger would ensure a long and loving marriage. I informed her. That brought a smile to her face. I think she thought that I was full of bullshit. All of a sudden she leaps back into my lap and says, I want you to make love to me right now to seal the deal with my engagement ring. 
I carried her up the stairs to our bedroom and we both stripped off our clothes and got into bed. We started kissing as passionately as we could, with our tongues gently caress each other. Soon she was picking up the tempo and was sucking my tongue into her mouth as deep as she could. She started to suck on my tongue just as if she was sucking my cock. Meanwhile as my tongue was getting worked over, my hands were on the attack. Her thirty-sixty breasts were the target. I started to rub and squeeze them. I gently tweaked her nipples and then pinched them a little bit harder. I started to massage her breast with more vigor and pinched her nipples harder. She released my tongue as she gasped. Pinch them harder. I could tell she was getting turned on as her nipples were starting to get sensitive. Those little bumps started to pop up on her areolas. I kept working on her breast and nipples, getting a little bit rougher on them. Honey, go down and suck on nipples, please. She said as she started to pant in pleasure. I moved down and lick and nibbled her nipples as they stiffened up to hard nubs. I particularly worked on her nipples as I sucked on them as hard as I could, while I squeezed her breast gently to push her nipples deeper into my mouth. I could lick and such her breast and nipples all day. She starts to pant harder as her excitement increases. She get real turned on by me doing this. It does not take me long to get her aroused. I figured her pussy was wet already. It was time for me to check out and see if I was right. I moved my hand down to her shaved beaver, and I could feel some liquid on her outer lips. She spread her legs wide for me and I inserted my fingers into her snatch. I quickly start to move my fingers in and out and up and down as fast as I can. Then I slow everything down and then pick up the speed again. This is driving her into a passionate state of arousal. I could smell her sex aroma fill the air with her scent. Then her cum start to leak around my fingers. I move my finger up to the roof of vagina and rub her secret spot. She flinches as I hit that spot and put pressure on it. I can hear her moaning as she builds up an orgasm. Oh my god yes that is the spot. Keep rubbing it. I am close to climaxing. She moans in passion. Can you feel me start to come baby? She asked me as her breathing becomes more laborious. I moved up and started to rub her clitoris. I work it so that it pops its head out of the hood that covers it, as it becomes enlarged by her excitement. How does it feel baby? Does it please you? I asked her as I rubbed her clitoris harder. Rub my clit harder. Make me come. I am so close. She said in a state of full passion. She let out a moan-like scream and locked her legs tight on my hand as her body shook in a hard orgasm, and she flooded my hand with her cream. I wrote out her orgasm and let her calm down. Baby go lick my pussy, and let me suck your cock, let's go to the 69 position, she asked with a glow on her face. We made the switch and I attacked her clitoris with a gusto, to make her come before I did. She took my cock right to the base and had her throat muscle flexing all around my cock. God what a good feeling that is when she does that. I knew I was not going to last long if she continued deep-throating me. I got her clitoris into my mouth, and started to bite it gently. She spit my cock out and gave a yelp of startled pain and pleasure. Wow was that intense I almost cummed again. She gusted in sensuous feeling. I did it over again a couple of times, and her hips heaved and her secretion thickened and she blew her orgasm deep into my mouth. I almost gagged on the amount of cum she expelled into my mouth. I want to try something different. I said with her cum dripping off my face. She rolled off me. What do you want to try? She giggled as she looked at my soggy wet face. I sat on the edge of the bed and had her sit on my lap, impaling her soaking wet pussy on my rock hard rod. Work yourself on my embedded cock. I told her. Oh my this feels so good. I keep hitting different spots in my pussy. I am close to coming again. She said, as she grunted a couple of times, as she rode me like a horse. Me to baby me too. I said, as I tried to match her thrusts. I was getting close to coming. I wanted to come same time she did. I am real close baby. I said as I could feel my eruption begin to start in my sack. Oh my god I am going to come. She said, as she squeezed me tight, pressing her tits into my chest. At that time I exploded deep into her pussy. I was sure that we come together. I could feel her come drip of my cock and balls. I knew it was hers, because I blew mine so deep inside of her, it will take a week to leak back out. Thank you my betrothal, you sealed the deal, and you really got me off this time, I come three times. She said as she smiled into my eyes with all her love. Let's go take a shower together. I said. We washed each other clean, and then she soaked up my cock, and grabbed a razor, and went down and shaved me bare. Then now we both have shaved private parts of our body. 
She laughed. I need to go down and see what a shaved cock looks like, she said with an evil grin. She dropped to her knees and washed off all the soap, and gently lick, sucked, and softly stroked my cock in hairless balls. She engulfed my cock in its entire length, and sucked me hard. Soon she had a rhythm going, and I could feel that good feeling of my cum starting to work its way up my eruption tube. I explode a big load of cum into her mouth, and I could see some of it leak out the sides of her lips. She cleaned me up and put her arms around my neck and gave me a long, deep, sensuous kiss. She broke the kiss and looked me right into the eyes. I love you more than you will ever know, and I am so happy that you asked me to be your wife. It is a lifetime commitment that we will make together as husband and wife, she said with all her love. I know, I know, honey, and I would not have asked you to marry me if I was not sure of your love or the love that I have for you, I said as I kissed her again. As we looked at each other with love in our eyes, all of a sudden I holler. Wow, what is the matter? She asked with concern. Shit, the water is getting cold. I told her with a laugh. She laughed with me as I turned off the water to the shower. We dried off and got dressed and went back downstairs. We no sooner got downstairs and the doorbell rang. I bet I know who that is. I laughed as Shannon went to answer door. It was Sarah and her boyfriend Brent Jones. We all wished each other Merry Christmas. So what did he get you for Christmas? Sarah asked Shannon. Well, these diamond earrings and necklace, she said as she showed them to Sarah. And this as she showed her the engagement ring. Oh my God, did he propose to you? Sarah screamed in delight. Shannon just nodded her head as they both jumped up and down, screaming in holler, like a couple of school kids. Brent and I just looked at each other and smiled. Who have you called? Have you called mom yet? What about Tom's folks? Sarah was asking a thousand questions. I just got the ring, and we went upstairs and made love for two hours and then took a shower together, and I shaved the hair off his cock and nuts, gave him a blow job, and we just got downstairs when you got her. Shannon told her. That is what I wanted to hear her telling the world that she shaved my private parts. Hopefully that Sarah did not hear, or didn't believe her. But I knew better. They always tell each other everything that happens to them. Sarah grabbed Shannon and they head over to the phones to make the calls. The first call was to their mother in Washington. Their whole family gathers at her mother's house for Christmas dinner. Sister Sandy answers the phone, and Sarah hollers. Hi Sandy, it's me, guess what? Of course she never gives Sandy a chance to answer. Tom gave Shannon an engagement ring for Christmas. She answers her own question. The girls all just scream and holler over the phone, and Brent, and I just shook our heads. Finally her mother gets on the phone and Shannon tells her what occurred today, leaving the sex part out. Thank God, for a second I thought she was going to tell her mother that she shaved my dick bear. We next called my folks and told them they both wished as much happiness. I told Dad that I bought an estate in Hawaii, and any time they wanted to use it, just let me know, and that goes for Brenda and Beth also. I said to Sarah and Brent, Get the hell out of here and give us some privacy. Go home and pack your bags, and we would stop by tomorrow and pick you up for a trip to Hawaii to see our new estate. I hardly got the words out of my mouth, and they were gone. We had a nice time with them in Hawaii. It was just what Shannon needed to unwind with her sister. I am sure they were talking about wedding plans, knowing them too as I do. We went out to the local country club to celebrate New Year's Eve. We drank 1986 out, as it was a good year for us, and we toasted in 1987, hoping that it would be a better year for us. We had just joined the club in November, and this was our second time there as members. The club was glad to have a movie star as a member. We left January 2nd to go home, as we all had things to do. She did one movie in the winter of 1987, then started to use her time to plan the wedding. It was decided, she decided, that the wedding take place on June 27, 1987. She was looking around for places to hold the wedding at, and getting pricing for everything. This was going to cost me lots. I was talking with the MGM people about how hard Shannon was working on this wedding. A couple of days later they called me into their office to run an idea by me. Have us hold the wedding at their studio. They would have a ballroom constructed to hold the wedding in, have entertainment for the kids and adults, like stunt people doing various things. Have an orchestra there to play music, and all the rest of the frills. One catch is that they wanted to film everything. Shannon meet with NGM people and a couple of wedding planners to get the whole setup on track. 
I stayed right the hell away from any decisions to be made, if I possible could. I could not believe that the whole thing was coming together without any major hitches. As the date got closer, I was getting nervous, as our wedding was the big topic around town. I had no idea on how many people were coming, but I overheard Shannon on the phone one time mention the number was up to 1,000. Shannon and I decided to keep the wedding party small. She asked Sarah to be maid of honor, and Sister Sandy as a bridesmaid, as well as my two sisters Brenda and Beth. I asked Tom Selleck to be my best man, with Sarah's boyfriend Brent Jones, Tom Cruise, and Patrick Swayze to be groomsmen. Both families arrived on Monday the 22 of June. We got them rooms at the Hotel Roosevelt. Mom and Dad brought me the best wedding gift that I could ask for. They were able to convince my ex-wife to let them bring TJ, my son, with them to the wedding. TJ stands for Thomas James Wright. With him along no way were they staying at a hotel, we took them with us to our house. I kept in touch with TJ on the phone every so often, when he was at the folks' house. I also always sent him birthday cards and presents, and Christmas present. Mom would always send me pictures of him. It was sure good to see him again. He would be turning seven next month. That night as we laid in bed, Shannon was laying next to me with her head on my chest. For the last two weeks, I have been going to the doctors to get a complete checkup. She informed me. Oh, is there a problem that I should know about? I said, showing some concern in my voice. She said, Oh no, the doctor took me off my birth control pills and said in a few weeks I should be able to conceive and have no problems having babies. I want a little TJ of our own. She said softly, as she looked up into my eyes. I looked down into her soft blue eyes misted with tears, and I smiled and said, Well, there is only one way for that to happen, and that is to have sex very day, until I impregnate you. She light up like a Christmas tree and said, Can we start tonight? She did not let up every night she rode me like a stallion, trying to get pregnant. Friday night came and I went to my bachelor party, and Shannon went to bachelorette party. Both were held at the same hotel, unknown to either of us, and somehow both parties spilled over into each other. There were stripper of both sexes jumping out cakes, and lots of music and games. Finally I found Shannon, and took her hand. I said let's go home and make babies. Let's go. She said as she squeezed my hand. As we walked out, Tom Selleck stopped us and wanted to know where the guest of honors were going. I walked up to him, and whispered into his ear. He stepped back and held me by my shoulders. Good luck. He said. He gave Shannon a big hug and whispered in her ear the same thing. As we got into a cab, she looked at me and said, What did you say to him? I told him. We were going home and tried to conceive a child. In the morning Sarah came and got Shannon and Mom, and headed out to get ready. Dad and I took TJ over to the studio to check things out. How odd, as it looked like everything was going okay. I meet the guys at the MGM Studios, in the wardrobe department, as the studio bought us all brand new tux for the wedding. We showered, shaved, had makeup work us over, and then got dressed for the wedding. D-Day was two hours and counting. I was supposed to say I do at 3.30pm at 3pm the five of us loaded into a fancy horse-drawn buggy. I guess that is what you would call it. They took us to the set where the wedding was going to take place. We pulled up to the ballroom slash wedding chapel, while what a crowd was there, at least a couple hundred people outside of the ballroom. Glad MGM is footing the bill for this. We had to fight our way through the crowd into the ballroom, which was packed with guests at tables, best guess 500 to 600 people in there. There was a big aisleway going down the center of the ballroom for the girls to walk down, with a sky blue color carpet runway to walk on. Blue is Shannon's favorite color. I could see a lot of blue color in the ballroom. I left the guys at the entranceway, and made my way to the front, shaking hands, and thanking all those who I could for coming. All of our families were sitting right next to each other in the front, so I stopped there and shook hands with the guys and gave the girls and both mothers a hug. It seems that everyone who is anyone in show business was here. I finally got to the front, and there was a chair off to the side for me to sit in, so I did. I looked at my hands, and they were shaking like a leaf in a windstorm. Finally the clock struck 3.30, and the orchestra started to play wedding songs. The MC came out and asked for quiet. Finally everyone got settled down. He thanked everyone for coming, and then explained a few rules, and told them MGM was filming it all for a documentary to be released. He informed them. He then said, I would like to introduce the groom, Herman Thomas Wright. The orchestra started to play, and the MC announced the first bridesmaid and groomsmen, 
They were Sister Beth and Tom Cruise, he announced the second as Sister Brenda, and Patrick Swayze, the third her sister Sandy, and Brent, and finally the maid of honor and best man, Sarah and Tom Selleck. There was a brief pause before they played Here Comes the Bride song. I looked down the aisle and I could see Shannon being escorted by my dad. The MC says Here Comes the Lovely Bride Shannon and Summers, escorted by Richard A., right the groom's father. Everyone applauded, and a million cameras went off, or it so it seemed. Shannon got to the front with dad, and she gave him a hug, hard to kiss with a veil over your head. She was wearing a gorgeous white custom-made wedding dress, cost me fifteen grand, the girls were all dressed in a custom-made robin blue dresses, cost me one grand each, and they all looked lovely. I don't remember much of the ceremony, I must have answered with the right words, because I heard the pastor say you might now kiss the bride. Sarah pulled her veil back, and Shannon gave the first of many kisses in our married life. The pastor then introduced us to the audience, and they all stood and applauded. The rest of the night went by like a blur. We hardly had a minute alone. There was music being played outside by Kiss without the makeup, but in tuxes. Dinner was served for everybody. It took forever to get all the pictures taken. The MC did some interviewing of us for the MGM cameras. Hundreds of people shaking our hand taking pictures with us, giving Shannon kisses, wanting our autographs. We finally got home around 3 a.m. in the morning. We were both so doggone tired we hit the sack and slept till noon. Sunday the whole gang from both sides came over to the house to celebrate with us on our marriage. We had the food catered. This was our last chance to see everyone before they all head home on Monday. Where would you like to go on her honeymoon? I had asked her early on before the wedding. I would to go back to the Grand Hotel and then to the cottage. She said surprising me by that answer. Could Sarah and Brent join us at the cottage? She further asked me. You already know what my answer will be. Honey you know that they can. I will make all the arrangements. I said as I gave her a big sexy kiss. We left on Monday with everyone else for our honeymoon trip to the Grand Hotel. The Grand was extremely excited to have a famous actress spend a few days at their hotel. I agreed on Thursday before we left to have Shannon do a commercial for them, in exchange for us staying there. I am a cheap fucker, and way I can weasel out of paying I will try to do it. We got in late in the afternoon on Monday, we took a shower together, and got dressed up, and headed down to their main dining room. We had a great meal, and bottle of wine, I even had a glass, and I am not a wine drinker. Afterwards we danced to the orchestra for a while, till she whispered into my ear that she was horny, and ready to go to bed. We got to our room and she was hot to trot, with that wine fueling her desires. She practically ripped my clothes as we leaped into bed holding each other, and kissed each other with as much passion as well could. She had her tongue shoved so deep into my mouth, I thought I was going to choke on it. She backed off with her tongue, and we kissed some more with me tongue fucking her mouth, until she sucked my tongue deep into her mouth. All this kissing was fueling up our passion, and I kissed my way down her neck to her delicious breast. I licked and sucked her nipples till they were stiff, and her areolas were full of bumps. My hands were busy playing with her pussy. I had two fingers sunk into her snatch, working her up to a boiling point. I moved one finger up to the roof of her vagina, and started to rub that sensitive spot. She was in such excitement that her hips were raised off the bed. I want you to fuck me right now, I am ready for you cock. She panted, as she removed my hand from her pussy. I mounted her with her legs on my shoulders, and started to tease her with my cock. I would rub my head gently over her pussy lips, and the insert it and so just the head was inside her cunt. I did this a few times, and she was going nuts, twisting and turning her body, trying to get me to impale my cock inside. You bastard will fuck me hard now. She spat at in full lust. I slammed my cock hard into her pussy, and proceeded to jackhammer her with my cock as hard as I could. If you were in the hallway, you probably could hear my balls slap her ass as I fucked her. She was consumed with pure raw lust, and her eyes were on fire with desire and passion. Deeper, faster, put that cock into me as deep as you can, I want to feel your cum explode throughout my body. She hollered in passion. Oh, baby, I am so close to coming, come with me, fill me with your seed, make me pregnant. She cooed as she started her orgasm. I could feel my sack start to tighten up, and my eruption tube was expanding and I was ready to blow a volcanic eruption of come into her, as deep as I could. Baby I am ready to come. I panted as my exit hole opened up. I pulled her tight, and thrust my cock as deep as I could into her pussy, and filled her with my seed, just as she screamed in her orgasm. 
I emptied a gallon of sperm inside of her, just as her egg dropped from her tubes. A bunch of my little fishes attacked her egg, and one did its job and fertilized the egg, and the egg attached itself to the uterus wall, and life was created. I collapsed on top of her, causing her to gasp out loud, and she shoved me off her, and we laid there gasping and panting for air. We both were covered in sweat, and stank of raw sex, but we were too tired to move. She just rolled over into my arms. I love you. She softly said, as we both fell asleep. The next morning, as I came out of the shower, she was still in bed, she said. Oh, am I sore, and I feel a little funny. How about I draw you a hot bubble bath to soak in? I offered. Would you please that sounds good? She responded. The next couple of days went by fast, and we did the commercial for them, packed our bags, and headed to the cottage. We picked up Sarah and Brent, and spent a fun-filled few days at the cottage, before we headed back home. A couple of months after we have been home, I was on the couch watch a baseball game, and Shannon comes in and jumps on top of me. Guess what? She asked me all bright-eyed. Hmm, you bought a new car? I said. Nope. She replied. You bought a yacht? I said again. Nope. She laughed. Okay, I give what? I asked sort of knowing what the answer would be. I going to have a baby. You are going to be a daddy. She said as she had that glow about her. I did not say anything. I just pulled her into my arms and gave her a passionate I love you kiss. Chapter 07 Almost lost her. As we laid on the couch in each other's arms, basking in the enjoyment of becoming parents, the doorbell rang. Hello anyone at home? Sarah yelled. We are in the living room. Shannon called back to her. What is the matter guys? Why are you laying together like that? She asked. We both looked at her smiling, not saying a word. Oh my god you're pregnant you're going to be parents. She shouted with joy. Shannon smiled at her and just shook her head yes. We got up off the couch and had a group hug. Have you told anyone yet? What about mom? Told her yet or Tom's folks do they know? Sarah asked questions in rapid fire. I just got back from the doctors getting confirmation that I am pregnant, and I figure I should at least tell my husband first. She replied to Sarah's questions. She and Sarah headed off to make the calls to our folks to tell them the good news. I laid back down on the couch and did some thinking. Just how many children did Shannon want to have? We never really discussed that issue, and maybe it is time for a different house. Our finances are good. We are worth just over 100 million. Our two business are both going strong. The production company is book solid, and our film distribution company has been very busy. I was still rehashing these things, when the girls came back into the room. They filled me in all the calls that they made, and that everyone is just thrilled for her. Somehow I feel left out of the whole thing, just do the planting and get the hell out of the way. Shannon sat on the couch with me, and Sarah sat in a chair by the couch. I proceeded to go over Shannon's schedule. She had two movies lined up for the fall, and two possible for the winter. I said after the two are done in the fall, I am shutting you down till the baby is born. I could not believe it but she agreed with me. Then I started to talk about building a new house. She was not so sure on that. She really liked the house that we have now. As it was her first house in Hollywood. The fall of 1987 went by fast. Shannon did two movies, and both did well. Three Men and a Baby was released in November, and was an instant hit. When all got said and done, we got our investment back plus 25 million of the net gross. I had slacked off on my writing and directing part of the business, as I was busy managing her career, and running our two business, plus producing a few movies. I was also looking for a new place to live, and found a place southeast of town, about an hour's drive away. It was a farm with 500 acres. I took Shannon out to look at it, and then told her my vision on rebuilding a new house there. She bought into the idea, and wanted to help on the design of the new house. It took almost six months to finally buy the farm, and another year to get the house and surrounding area built to what we wanted. We were looking at moving into the house either late 1989, or early in 1990. The farm was going to be called Windy Acres. Things sort of fast forward for us in the winter of 1988 as we waited for the birth of our first child. The blessed day came oddly enough on April 1st, as Sean Nicholas Wright was born at 4 p.m., and he weighed in at 7 pounds and 7 ounces. Shannon took the rest of the year off to take care of Sean, and worked to get back into shape. I was busy with the house, and our business, but I always did miss the action of doing a film. 
Right after the baby was born, I started to work on a sequel script to Winner Take All. I figured I could have everything done and ready for filming by the time Shannon was ready to get back into the acting business. I had to put things on hold for six months, due to the following phone call. Just after the 4th of July 1989, I get a phone call from my director friend Jerry Marshall. I am about to start shooting a movie in three weeks, called Pretty Woman, but the female lead actress was in a traffic accident, and will be out of commission for about six months. He informed me. I wonder if Shannon would be available? He asked hopefully. Shannon and I met with him the next day and reviewed the script. She liked it and agreed to do it. I settled on terms with the producers for $250,000, plus 2.5% of the net gross. Pretty Woman gross $464 million, netting her a little over $10 million. It was a colossal hit, and Shannon was up for Best Actress Award at the next Academy Awards. Although she did not win it, the exposure was good for her career. She really looked sexy in that movie for a new mommy, and the offer started to pour in again. One of the things I did financial, is everything that Shannon has earned for acting in the movies, I kept separated from the monies that we earned together or the business earned. Her money was hers to spend as she wanted to. She has earned over $20 million on her own, plus interest, and investment profits. By March of 1990 we had completely moved into the new house on the farm. Let me take some time to tell you about the farm. The house is 10,000 SFT, two stories, the upstairs has eight bedrooms total, with full bathrooms to each. At both ends of the house there is a master bedroom. One is ours and one is for our folks when they visit. Downstairs there is the main entranceway, full dining room, living room and kitchen. Directly under our room is a 20-seat theater which is state-of-the-art. Next to the theater is my office. There is also an exercise room, and a kid's game room. Plus a lot more that I will not describe. Outside there is a huge heat pool, a hot tub, a guest house, a changing room with a shower in it. A stable for the horses, we have six horses on farm, a barn to house all of our equipment. A driving range, and a three-hole golf course. The first hole is a 500-yard par 5 up the hill, the second is a 400-yard par 4, going sideways down the hill, and the three-hole is a 150-yard par 3 over a pond. I designed the course and I am quite proud of it. I rented the farmable land out to a farmer who plants crops on it, and pays rent. We saved the old farmhouse and move it down to the end of our farm. We rented to a Mexican family and they became our caretakers of the farm in place of rent on the farmhouse. They are a great family and do a terrific job. They do almost all of the outside work except the pools. The father's name is Juan, and mother's name is Maria, and they have six kids. Maria is a great cook, and helps Shannon with the cooking when I am not home. We have a maid services that comes every two weeks to clean the house, and a pool service to take of the pool and hot tub. In between times Juan and family help take care of those chores. We started to film Beautiful Loser in January of 1990 and wrapped up in March. This was my first solo venture. I wrote, directed, produced the movie. We also financed the whole film. I used my own production and distribution companies, and we film it all on locations. I did all the editing in my new in-house theater. God, it was a lot of work, but I got it all done and ready to be released over the Labor Day weekend I need a break from Born Loser, and Shannon was looking tired also. I had a 20-year class reunion coming up in July, so a week after the 4th, we took 10-day vacation at the cottage and visited my side of the family. It was fun at the reunion, as I got to see lots of old classmates. We were the center of attention, as everyone wanted Shannon autograph, and wanted to know what life was like in Hollywood. It was restful at the cottage, and watching little Sean play in the water and sand, was very enjoyable for us. He was just over two years old now, and fast as a little jet. Mom was out often to see, and play with her grandson. She was able to bring TJ with her a couple of times, and we had fun going fishing and boating. We had a couple of family outings while we were there also. Shannon had put little Sean to bed, and she came into our bedroom, and cuddled up next to me. You know that lately we have not had much time for each other and I miss that. She said to me in a soft voice. I know, I am sorry that I have neglected you. I said as I leaned over and kissed her softly on the lips. We have been trying to have another child, so far no luck. She reached up around my neck and kissed me harder with more passion. I responded by reacquainting my tongue to her mouth, and caressed her tongue. She reacted by increasing the pressure of her kiss on my lips. We broke the kiss and she said, I need you so bad. 
as she took of her nighty and panties. I know, baby, and I am going to make you purr like a kitten. I said as I stripped naked. We held each other tight for a moment, and then her lips searched out mine for a soft kiss, letting out tongues intertwined together, as her body built up some excitement. As we kissed, my hand got busy rubbing, massaging, and groping her breast. I twisted and pinched her nipples, easy at first, but then I put more pressure on the twist. She gave a gasp into my mouth and mumbled. Harder, do it harder. I grasped her breast and gave them a good squeeze, and then pinched her nipples harder. Her nubs were sticking out like two firecrackers ready to explode. Baby suck my tits, bite my nipple make me feel good. She moaned into my mouth. I locked my mouth over her left breast and started to suck on her nipple like a pump. My teeth bit her nipple, and then I gently nibbled on her nipple, then I increased the pressure on her nipple with my teeth. I kind of racked my teeth over her nipple, and the bumps on her areolas causing her intense pleasure. My hand slowly worked its way down to her bare slit, and I could feel her liquid juices on her outer lips. Her excitement was intensifying, as her body was tensing up. I invade her love hole with my finger, and she was loose and wet. I reached up and rubbed her sensitive G-spot on vagina. Oh, God, baby, that feels so good. She cooed to me in a lustful way. I moved my finger over to her clitoris, and flicked it a couple of times, and then rubbed it fast and harder. She gave a soft scream and locked her legs tight against my hand as her orgasm racked her body with a massive wave of pleasure, filling my hand with her honey juices. I'm ready now, baby, please fuck me hard. Make me come again. Fill me with your seed. Make it take. She said still feel the effects of her last orgasm. I rolled her over and started to fuck her doggy style. I just pounded away as fast and as hard as I could into her pussy. I would spank her soft ass once in a while just to spice up the feeling. She was meeting my thrust by thrusting back at me, forcing my cock deep into her pussy. I tried to keep this up for a while, but my legs were starting to give out on me. Baby I am close to coming. She panted at me in pure lust. Hold on honey I am going blow my load. I puffed at her in heated desire. She gave a scream, just as I blew my load deep into her pussy. I held her ass tight to my cock as I emptied the cum from both nuts into her pussy. She collapsed down on the bed with her legs wide apart, and I could see some of my cum leaking from her pussy. Oh honey I really needed a good fucking just like that. She said exhaustively. I laid down next to her physically spent. I love you. I whispered into her ear. I love you too. She said still panting for air. I hope this one takes you did fuck me hard, like the first time I got pregnant. She said with love in her voice. I moved up close to her and drew her up into my arms, and we went to sleep. It was a relaxing vacation that we both needed, but it was time to go home. When we got back home, I put the finishing touches on Beautiful Loser, and we hit our targeted date of Labor Day weekend. It was a colossal hit, as neither Shannon nor I took a salary on this movie. We were getting paid out of our share of the profits. The movie cost $25 million to make, and when it totaled out worldwide the movie grossed $150 million, making a net gross of $125 million profit for us. We were up for seven Academy Awards, with Shannon winning her second Best Actress Award, and Shannon Tweed winning her first award for Best Supporting Actress. I won two awards, one for Best Director, and one for Best Original Screenplay. In September, we took a long weekend trip to Hawaii, just the two of us, like a second honeymoon. Sarah watched Sean for us while we were gone. We never left the estate, and Shannon hardly let me out of the bed. It seemed that she fucked me morning, noon, and night. We even did it one night on the beach. I would like to say it was a relaxing long weekend, but I was so tired from us fucking all the time, I needed to get back home to rest. Mid-November, and I was on the couch watching a tape replay of the Michigan football game, and Sean was next to me sleeping in the playpen, when Shannon came bound into the house. She was about to leap on me when she saw Sean, so she laid down on top of me, and said, Guess what? Well went through this once before, so I had a pretty good idea what was going on. So I grabbed her and gave a hard kiss and said, You got yourself knocked up again. That is not a nice way to say that, besides you did it. She stated, as she slapped me on the arm. I did not say a word, I just held her close to me for a while, then I whispered into her ear. You know that you are still the most important person in my life, and I love you with all my heart. She looked up to me with her eyes tearing over, and kissed me softly on the lips. Thank you for saying that, I have never doubted your love, and I do love you with every part of my body. She said as she kissed me again on the lips. 
Just then Sean started to stir and wake up, and her mommy instincts kicked in, and she went to her son and picked him up. Just watched them together, made feel proud to call her my wife. As I watched her play with Sean, the phone rang. I reached over and picked it, and my mother said hello. I told her the good news that she was going to be a grandmother again, which made her happy. We chatted for a while and I told her that they should come out here for Christmas. They have not seen the house yet, and we have loads of space. They agreed to come for Christmas. Shannon came over and handed me Sean, and she took the phone to talk with mom for a while. When she got done, she called her mother and told her the good news and invited her to come for Christmas, and she agreed to come for the holidays. Sounds like we were going to have a busy Christmas. I went back to watching the football game and playing with Sean, while Shannon was talking with Sarah filling her in on everything. Things were pretty quiet for us from November through December, which felt good to do nothing. We had to do some planning as Shannon due date was in June sometime. Mom and Dad were coming in on December 21st and staying till December 30th, and Shannon's mom was coming in on December 23rd and leaving on December 30th also. One more surprise mom called and said she got my ex-wife to let her take TJ with them for the trip west. He is 10 now, and we had a good time this summer at the cottage. Now I get him for nine days here to bond with. Shannon and I were so excited with all the company coming here for the holidays that we busted ass getting the place to shine. She worked on the inside with the maid's help in Maria, while I worked outside with Juan and his boys getting things looking great. I sent the limo out to pick up the folks at the airport, they were due in around 2 p.m. The airport is 90 minutes from the farm. I figured they would be hungry so I had Maria make an early dinner. The limo arrived back at our house around 4 p.m., and we greeted everyone. We showed them their rooms, and then toured the house, they were impressed out we then toured the outside, and TJ wanted me to saddle up a horse for him. I told him after dinner we would go for a ride. Dad just loved the driving range and golf course. It was getting close to 5 p.m. and Maria hollered at us. Dinner is ready. So we headed to the dining room to feast on tacos and taco salad, my favorite. Maria is a terrific cook. By the time we finished up with dinner, it was getting dark outside, so I told TJ that we would go horse riding in the morning when it was daylight outside. He said, Okay, and dashed off to the game room. The time seemed to just fly by us as we had fun with our families at the farm, and soon it was time for them to leave. What a sad day it was for both Shannon and I, as we watched the limo take them to the airport. We had to get busy, as Shannon had a movie to shoot the second week of January and she would be on location for three weeks or so. She finished up the filming the second week of February. It went a little longer than we planned. This would be her last film till after the baby is born. She came home the middle of February from her doctor's appointment and laid down on the couch with me. Guess what? She asked me. Not this again. I already know that you are pregnant. I replied. The doctor heard two different heartbeats. She grinned at my shocked look. Twins? I gulped. Um, you guessed it, honey. She laughed at my facial expression. I just laid there absorbing it all in. Well, I shouted out loud. We lay there in each other's arms. We both were lost in deep thought about this new information. Maria then came into the room with little Sean, who when he saw us, he came running over and climbed on top of us, like a three-layer pyramid. God how I love that little guy, and now I am going to have two more to love. They pegged her due date mid-June sometime. In May, she started to have some difficulties with her pregnancy. The end of the month she was having major problems, and the middle of the night, I had to call the ambulance to take her to the hospital. I called Maria asked, Can you come down and watch Sean for me? so I can follow the ambulance to the hospital? I filled her in on what is happening. They took her into the emergency room, and I waited outside the room. Soon Shannon's doctor showed up and went into the room. He came a few minutes later shouting instructions to the nurse, as they wheeled Shannon out of the room and towards the elevators. What is going on? I asked very concerned. The doctor turned and looked at me and said, We have major problems here and have to get her to surgery. Take the elevator to the fourth floor waiting room and I will stop there when this is over. Away he went with Shannon, and I never got a chance to say anything to her or tell her that I love her, or give her a kiss. I felt like a lost sheep. I didn't even bring my cell phone, that is how rushed everything was. I stopped at a payphone and gave Sarah a call, telling her what is going on and I would be on the fourth floor in the waiting room. Thirty minutes later in rushes Sarah firing questions at me left and right. 
I just held up my hand to stop her, and told her exactly what I knew, which was not much. Minutes ticked into an hour, an hour doubled into two hours, which doubled into four hours. The wait was agonizing, not know what was going on was killing us. I prayed to God that everything was going okay in there, I could not bear the thought of losing Shannon, or the babies. Tears were flowing down both my face and Sarah's face as the tension was becoming unbearable. They took her to surgery at 9 p.m., it was now 2 a.m. June 1, 1991. Finally after five hours the doctor came into the waiting room. Both of our eyes bore holes right into him. Sarah was gripping my hand so hard, I was afraid she might break my hand. The doctor sat down by us, he looked exhausted. He looked us both in the eyes and sort of smiled. He then said, It was bad in there, we had many complications going on at the same time. First was a breech birth, where the baby was entering the birth canal in a position other than head first. Second for some reason they both wanted to come down at the same time. Third we had what is called an uterine rupture, this was an unique rupture, which causes massive bleeding. Fourth we had to do an emergency cesarean section to retrieve the babies, good thing we did, they both were wrapped up in the umbilical cord, and repair the rupture, the only way was to do a partial hysterectomy. She will never be able to bear children again. I am sorry about that. Finally with the large amount of blood loss, it caused her blood pressure to drop so low her heart stopped beating. We did CPR on her and restarted the heart. I know that is a lot to tell you. The good news is the babies are doing fine. They will need some time in neonatal care unit, but they should be just. Shannon on the other hand is in ICU in critical condition, and the next 24 hours are crucial to her survival. She has had an extremely difficult shock to her body, and we have done the best we can, the rest is up to her. We sat here stunned, not know what to do or say. Finally Sarah asked him. What sex are the babies? Oh he said. They both are girls, weighing about 5 pounds each. We did not have names, so we called the firstborn baby A, and the secondborn baby B. I know I have laid a lot on you too, is there any more question that I can answer? He asked us. I would like to see both Shannon and the girls if I could. I asked him. Seeing the girls will not be a problem, but I would like you to let Shannon rest till morning. He replied. Doctor, after I see my daughters, I will see my wife, and I will spend the night with her. I hope that you will make those arrangements for me. I stated strongly. He looked me for a moment, and then he nodded his head yes. We went down and saw the girls in the NICU. They were incubator-type container things. I talked to the nurse who was on duty there. Everything is just fine with these two little girls. They are doing just fine, and I don't think they will be here long. She told us. We walked back up to ICU, and I told Sarah. I need you to go back to the farm and take care of Sean for me. I left him in Maria's hands. Also I need you to call your mom and tell what has happened. I plan on staying here with Shannon. She argued with me on this, but I held firm, and finally she agreed to go, promising me to call her when I knew something. I agreed. By the time I walked into the ICU, it was 5 a.m., and I was pooped. The nurse, who had been briefed by the doctor, took me over to Shannon's bed. I sat on the chair next to her bed, and held her hand, as I gazed in at her in a lost helpless feeling. I sat there all day talking to her, tell her not to leave, that we have two lovely girls to raise, and I can't do it by myself. I did not leave her side all day, till around dinner time, I took a piss and got something to eat. I also gave Sarah a call and told that there was no new news. I went back to her, and sometime during the night, I must have fallen asleep, with my head on her bed and her hand in mine. Sometime in the early morning, I felt a movement, and a voice saying, Hey, give me my hand. I thought to myself what does that nurse want now, as I looked around. All of a sudden it hit me it was Shannon who said that. My head snapped back to look at her, and there were those beautiful blue eyes looking back at me with a smile in them. My heart raced up into my throat, and I croaked. You're awake. She smiled and nodded her head yes. I proceed to tell her everything that has happened to her in the past 24 hours. I told her the baby girls are doing fine. They are in the NICU, as a precautionary measure, under the names Baby A and Baby B. Her head snapped up and she stared at me. Why have you not given the girls the name we picked out? She demanded with her eyes blazing fire at me. I picked up her hand and said, Because I was not going to do that until we can do it as their mother and father. I told her with a serious look on my face. Just then the nurse came over and started to run some tests on her and was asking her some questions. 
Right behind her came the doctor, and he started to check her over. So I figure good time to leave and go take a piss. I had better give Sarah a call or life will end as I know it. I also want to stop down and see the girls, and call my folks and tell them what happened. It took me an hour to do all of that, plus I stopped and got a bite to eat. I got back into ICU, and Shannon was gone. I went over to the nurse, and she told me they took Shannon to a private room, she got the number for me and I bolted for her room. I got there just as the doctor was finishing up. Shannon was insisting to see her babies, and he made arrangement to have them brought up to her room. He pulled me aside and said, She is recovering very well, and if everything goes real well she and the girls could leave in a week. God did that make my heart sing to hear those words. I thanked him profusely for all that he did for us in the last couple of days. Just then the babies came in, and that took my attention away from the doctor real fast. Shannon called me over, as she held baby A. Her name will be Sabrina Sandra. She informed the nurse who wrote this down. She handed me Sabrina, as the nurse gave her baby B. Her name will be Shanessa Sarah. She informed the nurse again, as she wrote down that information. A couple of good Irish names she picked out. Just then the door banged open and in came Sarah and Sean. Hi buddy, come over here and meet your two new baby sisters. I told him with a big smile on my face, as I handed Sabrina to Sarah. A week later I took all my girls home with me. Chapter 08 Hot movie sex Senna. Shannon and the girls went to their doctors for an eight-week checkup, and everything was okay with the girls, and Shannon's injuries were almost healed up. The doctor gave Shannon the okay to start working out, and in a few more weeks she could resume normal sexual activities without any restrictions. She had gone to see a plastic surgeon, and he fixed up her scar, so it was not visible. She got herself a personal trainer to work herself back into shape. She swam a lot in the pool. I got her into playing golf. She took lesson at the club we belonged to. Within five weeks she had regained her former looks, her measurements were 36-24-35, she weighed 125 pounds, spaced over a 5 feet 7 inches frame, and not an ounce of fat anywhere on her. She was 33 years old. She was very hot looking. With her long blonde hair and blue eyes, she could go right back to playboy and pose again, putting those young babes to shame. The problem is me, even though the doctor said we can resume a normal sex life, I find that I can't make love to my wife. All of a sudden this inability of mine is starting to cause a strain on our marriage. I think there is a lot of guilt inside of me for causing her to go through all the pain and suffering during the last pregnancy. I find myself staying in my office till I know she is asleep, or I sleep on the couch in the office. In the morning I make sure I am up before she is. At night I can hear her crying in our bedroom. We argue a lot more, and I can see the stress in her face. I feel like we both are ready to explode. I left the house one day, around the middle of October, I had an appointment with her doctor. I sat down with him and discussed the whole situation. Shannon was completely healed up, and was ready, and able to continue normal sexual relationship. He assured me. Maybe I should go see a psychologist. He had a doctor friend who was real good at this type of problem, and could set up an appointment, if I want to go see her. He suggested to me. I said, Go ahead see what you can do. He left to go to his office, and told me to wait out in the waiting room. A few minutes later the nurse came and took me to his office. He was on the phone talking, and then looked at me. Is 11.30 this morning okay for you? He asked me. I nodded yes back to him. He hung the phone up and told me how to get there. I thanked him for his help and left. I spent a couple of hours with the psychologist, and she seemed to straighten me out. She tore apart all of my inner fears of what had happened to Shannon. Then rebuilt my confidence in myself, I could feel that barrier start to disappear. She suggested that we go away for a short vacation just the two of us, with no distractions. Doc those girls are only four and a half months old, do you really think that I can get her to leave them alone for a few days? I said to her. She nodded her head in agreement. But that suggestion did turn on the light bulb, and right then I knew what I was going to do. I explained my idea to her, and she agreed and thought that would work just nicely. I thanked her for the help, and headed home. I drove back to the farm and parked out by the barn. I grabbed a blanket out of the guest house, and went up into the loft and built a love nest. I knew Sarah was there, I saw her car out front. I called Shannon's cell phone, and told her to have Sarah watch the kids for a few minutes, 
I need to see her in the barn. She was asking me a bunch of questions. Honey, please just do it for me. I begged. Pretty quick I could hear her in the barn. Where are you at? She hollers. Up in the loft. I hollered back. She climbs up in the loft. Where? She asked. Over here. I said. It is fairly dark up there, but enough light to see by, as she walks around some bales of hay that I had used to make our love nest, and sees me laying there stark naked. What are you doing there? She asks with a laugh. Will you join me slash? I invited her. She looked at my laying there naked, and she stripped bare in a flash, and laid down next to me. She quickly flowed into my arms, with tears streaming down her cheeks. She reached up to me with her lips, and gave me a soft kiss. She then reached down and touched my cock, and my tender cock recoiled. What is the matter? She asked as she pulled her hand away. Honey, this missile is so sensitive, that just a few touches will cause an explosion, that just might blow the roof off this barn. I said as I gave her another kiss. She started to giggle at my joke. I pushed her down on the blanket and kissed with all the passion and love that I had. She returned the kiss with her tongue darting into my mouth. Our kiss lingered with our tongues locked together, as we gently probed each other's mouth. My hand was rubbing and massaging her breast and nipple. Her nipples were standing to attention, like little missiles, awaiting lift off. My body is yours for the taking, make love to me. She said with a moan. Go down and suck my nipples. She commanded, as she started to push my head downward. I got down to those perfect thirty-sixty mounds, and I attacked her stiff nipples. I sucked on them, softly nibble on her nipples. I went down on the side of her breasts, and put my mark on her in the form of a hickey. I don't ever remember giving her a hickey before, now she has one on each boob. I tried to suck her whole breast into my mouth, but no way was it all going to fit. So I worked on her nipples and the bumps on her areolas. My hand moved onto her slit, and her lips were wet with her overflowing juices. The minute I touched her lips, she shuddered. I massaged the outer lips, as she spread her legs wider. I could feel more moisture leak from her pussy, as I continued to work on her outer lips. My finger brushed her star hole a couple of times, making her flinch each time. I spread her lips, and inserted two fingers, and started to give her a good finger fucking. She was soaking wet inside her pussy, and you could hear her liquid squish as I rotated my fingers around her insides. I reached up to her sensitive G-spot, and put some pressure on it. She raised her hips right off the blanket as she cummed in excitement. Tell me what you want next, baby! I asked with a tit in my mouth. I am yours for the taking, do whatever you want to me. She gasped in pleasure. Do you want to feel my tongue, licking across your slit, attacking your clitoris? I teased. Oh yes, lick my pussy, make me come again, baby. She said as she pushed my head down to her snatch. She had her legs wide open now as my head reached her slit, and my tongue started to lick up her juices. I spread her lips apart, making her clitoris pop out of its hiding spot. I licked her clit a few times, as the blood flow into it, enlarged it like a small penis. Then I sucked it real hard and fast, and raked my teeth across it. Oh my god, that feels so good. She shouted out in pleasure. Oh honey, I miss you so. Oh, keep doing that, I am going to come hard. She purred in pure delight. She locked her legs against my head, as her cum just poured out of her totally drenching my face and beard. She dumped four months of her cum into my face. She finally calmed down from her massive orgasm, and laid there for a few moments gasping for air, before she relaxed her legs to let me loose. I looked up at her with her cum dripping off my face. Oh, PPPS, did I do that? She giggled looking at my dripping wet face. I did not say anything I just lunged forward and planted a kiss firmly on her lips, letting her taste herself. To her credit, she did not back down, but instead licked some of her juices off my lips. She whispered in my ear. My turn. No, I am so ready. I can't wait. I am going to fuck you now. I said with cock in hand I was rubbing her slit. Oh baby, yes, shove that missile into me and make it blast off. She said as she begged me to fuck her. I slammed my missile deep into her pussy, pumping as fast as I could go. The heat that we generated was cooking my cum, and I could feel it boil. Oh my god, I have missed you so much, baby. Oh my god, I going to come again. She screamed in ecstasy. Just then I exploded and lift off and shot load after load deep into her pussy. The force of my and her orgasm together lifted her hips right off the blanket. We collapsed into a heap, with both of us panting like we just finished a marathon race. 
I am glad that you are back. She cooed into me ear, holding me tight. It was a rough road I traveled, and I will tell you about it later. I said to her. No, tell me now? She asked with pleading Blue's eyes. Okay, I went to see your doctor today. I discussed with him not only your condition, but also about my problems. He reassured me that you were perfectly fine, and I could resume normal sex with you. He recommended that I go see a psychologist. He called up a good friend of his, and she had a cancellation and could see me right away. I informed her so far of my day. Please continue, she said. Okay, I went and saw the shrink, and she was good. I filled her in on the situation, and she was able to break down the barriers that were causing my problems. I told Shannon. What were your problems? She asked me with some concern. I blamed myself for all that happened to you with the problems on your pregnancy and delivery, and almost losing you. It caused me to put a barrier so that I could not resume any type of loving relationship with you, no matter how hard I tried. I said as I paused for a moment. But know this, Shannon, you still are the most important person in my life, even over those three babies in the house, and I still love you with all of my heart. I said in a voice full of love. She put her arms around my neck and started to cry. As I held her tight, I could feel her body shake with her emotions and tears. Oh honey, I was so worried. I did not know what to do. I thought I was losing you, and I did not know how to get you back. I talked with my mother and Sarah about it, and neither had any good answers on what to do. I tried to talk with you about how I was feeling, but you just blew me off. And when you started to not sleep in our bed and spend more time in your office, I was scared that our marriage was done. She said as she was sobbing on my shoulder. There there everything is coming back together, and I am so sorry to put you through all of this. It was all my fault, and I hope that you can forgive me for my actions. But I never did stop loving you. I said as I kissed her forehead, while stroking her hair. She just squeezed me tight. Well, I think we should get dressed and get back to the house. Sarah is probably wonder what the hell has happened to us, and may think the worst, and call the cops. I said with a laugh. We walked into the house holding hands just like two teenagers in love. Sarah watched us come in trying to search our happy faces for any type of clue. Why you guys smell like you just had sex? She finally said with a smile. Shannon walked over to Sarah and whispered in her ear, and Sarah just nodded her head yes. Shannon walked back to me and took my hand and we walk up the stairs to our bedroom to take a shower. We stripped off our clothes and got into the shower, and washed each other clean. She then looked me right in the eyes, and got down on her knees, and kissed and sucked the life back into my cock. Her talented tongue worked my cock over and then my balls. Her sucking action engorged my cock with a flow of blood, making it rock hard. Quickly she had my rock hard weapon fully embedded in her throat. She was deep throating me, with her throat muscle milking my cock. It was not too long, and I could feel the sensation in my balls of my cum starting to boil, an eruption was imminent. Oh, honey, I am about to come, I said as I exploded inside of her mouth. The force of my explosion caused her to gag a little bit, as I flooded her throat with my cum. She sucked me dry, and came up for a kiss-sharing snowball with me. We held each other tight, and she had the glowing look of a woman in love all about her. I shut the water off and we dried off and got dressed. We went downstairs, and Shannon went to sit with Sarah and the girls, and I grabbed Sean and wrestled with him on the floor. I could hear the two girls whispering back and forth with each other. Then they would look at me and then whisper some more. Pretty quick Sarah had the whole story, and they were giggled together. Shannon took a couple of years off to raise the kids, and just be a mom. A couple of things happened in 1993. A director friend of mine called me. He said, One of the supporting actress asked to be released from the film, and he wondered if Shannon was ready to get back into films. He filled me in on the movie and who was staring in it. The shooting schedule was in the summer and fall of 1993, release date mid-1994. Shannon and I talked about it, and she agreed to do the film. I told them our terms of $250,000 plus 2% of the net gross. They agreed to the terms, and she was in the movie True Lies. The move did well grossing almost $380 million worldwide. She earned just over a million dollars on that movie. For the next six to seven years she did one movie a year, all did good, but none were a superstar type movie for her. In the summer of 1994, my dad's company attorney called me with some very good news. It seemed that TJ was making waves about running away and coming out here. Finally my ex-wife had enough and was willing to let him live here with us. 
Both Shannon and I were thrilled about him coming to live with us. Mom and Dad flew out here with him in the June. It was good to have my son back with me the next few years up to the turn of the century, were relatively uneventful, as we were busy raising our children. TJ really got into the production end of the business, and the crew taught him well. He showed some real talent on the field end of the movie business. TJ graduated from high school in the year 2000, and he immediately went into our production company. I visioned him taking it over in a few years. In 1998 I acquired the rights to a book about MIA in Vietnam. I developed a script, and we got Chuck Norris to reprise his role of Carl James Braddock. He got his old team together, to rescue his former sergeant, who was listed as MIA, until a letter he wrote, got back to his wife. The movie was called MIA The Team Mission. It was the first movie that both Shannon and I were in together. She played the wife of the missing sergeant, and I played the role of her wealthy father. We did everything in-house, and the filming was done on location. The movie did well with a cost of 10 million to make, and it grossed 50 million. We did alright on it financially. The movie was officially released in November of 1999. The summer of 2000 we held a big 4th of July party at the farm, with over 500 guests invited. It was the first party that we held here. The party was well attended, and everyone had a great time. We had a huge fireworks show around 10 p.m. that light up the sky. The big topic was the upcoming presidential election. That started an idea mulling around my head for a possible new movie. Also in the summer of 2000 I started to begin working on a book of our lives. It was something that I worked on in my spare time. So it was a slow-going project. When I finished a chapter, I would have Shannon read it, and she would add or correct what was needed or what I forgot. I have not yet lined up a publisher, because I did not want to be committed to a date. When the book was done, it was done, even if it took ten years to do. I was picking up speed with my presidential script. I was using the internet to do a lot of researching on information for the script. Meanwhile Shannon was doing a couple of movies a year, but it was tough getting the right script for her that was a blockbuster. She was making good money, but no awards. I finished the script in 2003. It was about a man who in the year 2000, won both lotteries Mega Millions and Powerball, in the same week with the same numbers. He won over $500 million, and after taxes he had a take-home of $350 million. With proper investments, and some luck he had doubled his money in five years. It follows his dream of running for the office of president in 2008 as an independent, his campaign, his election, his years in the White House, and new marriage. I was having trouble finding just the right actors, and actress to play the lead roles. I went through a lot of testing, and script reading, without finding the right chemistry. Shannon who was helping with all of this suggested that we play the roles. I was not so sure, because I never studied any acting or ever done any type of major role. She was persistent, and convinced me to try. We got the cast put together, and starting shooting in 2004, and finished up in 2005. I was looking at a release date of November 1st, 2005. The film was the most expensive that I have made to date. It costed 120 million. I worked with MGM on this movie. Shannon and I worked on a 30% commission after net gross. I handle all the production with our company and worked with MGM on the rest of the behind-the-scenes work. This movie was the hardest that I worked on so far. It took far more of my time than I ever dreamed it would. Being the star and director was difficult work. I had wrote one scene where the president, who is a widower, meets an old girlfriend. They spark up a relationship with one sex episode with very little nudity, just some shots of their behinds. Shannon and I discussed the scene a few times on how we wanted to preform it. We decide to just go with how it flowed at the time. I told TJ to just film the whole scene out, and then later I could edit it to how I wanted it to be shown. I had three handheld cameras, plus one that was on a track above the bed. I wanted to make sure that all the angles were cover. The scene went something like this. We were together on the bed with a sheet over us. We were kissing passionately with our tongues locked together in our mouths. Our breathing became heavy, with our increased passion. Slowly my hand cupped her breast under the sheet, as I gently massaged her nipples. It was clear that you could tell what I was doing through the movement of the sheets. She was kissing and licking my ear, and softly biting my ear lobes. I was kissing her neck, and then back up to her lips. We opened our mouths and let our tongues out to dance together. I kissed my way down to her breast, as my hand was down on her leg, 
rubbing the inside of her leg up and down under the sheet. My mouth covered her nipple, as my fingers invaded her soaking wet pussy. I think with the crowd watching her perform, Shannon was extremely turned on. Her nipple was rock hard and seemed to stick out about an half an inch, as my tongue gently played with her nipple, and my lips softly sucked on it. My finger was working her pussy over, and by the movement of the sheets, you could guess just what I was doing. Shannon's face was flush red, and her breathing became a laborious. Oh my god it has been a long time since a man has touched me like that. She moaned her line. I shifted over on top of her, the script said to pretend to fuck her, but my cock entered into her pussy, just like it has done for over twenty-three years, and I proceeded to fuck her. She had her legs wrapped around me and her arms wrapped around my neck. I continued to fuck her with our mouths locked into a passionate kiss, she broke the kiss and said, Oh god baby I am so close, and I covered her mouth with a kiss. She broke the kiss again and screamed into my ear, as we both exploded into major orgasms. As we came down from the high we were on from our sexual explosion, the above camera was filming all of Shannon's facial movements as she went through her orgasm. Shannon and I completed the scene, and when we got done, I looked around, and the whole crew had their mouths open. Finally I said, Cut and robes please. I looked over to TJ and said, Well how was it? Why was that ever hot? He said as he gulped and blushed. The movie was called Welcome Mr. President, and was released November 4th, 2005, amid wild rumors that Shannon and I had sexual intercourse during that sex scene. It was a screaming hit, with theaters packed by people wanting to see our sex scene. The first full week alone we grossed over 200 million alone. We finished up just shy of a billion dollars on gross receipts. I was a great payday for us almost 300 million. We never did admit to having sexual intercourse during that movie scene. At the March Academy Awards I swept them away, winning Best Actor, Director, and Screenplay, and Shannon won her three Best Actress Award. We were the first husband and wife team to win those awards in the same year. Chapter 09 The Conclusion In 2006 Sean graduated from high school, and he attended college at UCLA. Sean has been working with TJ, and the production company through his high school years, and in the summer months when school was not in session. Those two are starting to make a good team. TJ got married in 2003, and in 2005 his wife gave birth to twins, a boy and girl. Shannon and I love our two grandchildren very dearly. The girls have just started high school and then are planning to continue on to college. That is kind of a quick family update. Our 20th anniversary is coming up on June 27, 2007. We decided on a vacation to our estate in Hawaii. For our anniversary we were going to a special luau in our honor. We had a great time enjoying the luau, and a number of our good friends were in attendance. They got Shannon up on stage to help perform. She is a very good singer and dancer. They tried to get me up on stage, but that did not happen. We got back to the estate, and we took a walk on the beach kissing and feeling each other up, just like a couple of horny teenage kids. When we got back to the house, she went up to the bedroom, while I locked up the house, and went to the bathroom. When I entered the bedroom, Shannon had some candles light, and was laying on the bed naked playing with her pussy. I stripped my clothes off and got on the bed and crawled up to her. I wanted a bird's eye view of her stroking her pussy. Do you like the show? She asked as she smiled at me with lust-filled eyes. I just nodded both heads yes. She would finger-fuck her pussy, and then take her fingers lubricated with her juices and rub her star hole. She did that a couple of times till she had her anal hole wet from her liquids and stuck her finger into her star hole up to her first knuckle. She worked on both holes till she brought herself to an orgasm. Meanwhile I am sitting there watching the show with a cock that is so hard that it stretched the skin on my sack so tight that it cut off the blood flow to my nuts. In other words I was starting to hurt down there and I needed some relief. Come baby fill both of my holes. She cooed still locked in her orgasm. This is the first time she has ever offered me her star hole. We have never had anal sex. She flipped over on her hands and knees with her ass in the air in front of me. I could see her bare pussy lips swollen and lust hanging down, and open, inviting me to enter. I took my cock and rubbed my cock head over her lips. Her juices were flowing freely, and coated my cock head. I teased her pussy with my cock, by only sticking my helmet head into her just a little bit, and working it around inside of her. Finally she lunged down on my cock, impaling herself fully. She moved her hips back and forth, 
fucking herself on my cock, as I started to pound my cock into her, matching her thrusts. Oh baby are you ready for me to fuck your anal hole? I asked as I was gasping for air. Yes, please be gentle with me on my first time. She said inviting me to proceed. I pulled my well-coated cock out of her pussy and gently rubbed it around her star hole. As I pushed and she seemed to tighten up on me. Just relax. I told her as I pushed a little harder finally she relaxed enough for the head of my cock to enter her hot furnace hole. Soon I was fully embedded inside of her anal hole. I paused to let her get adjusted to my invasion. Are you okay? I asked her, hold on to her ass with my hands. Yes, but it feels funny. Go slowly till I get used to it. She replied with a strained voice. I start to fuck her ass with long slow strokes. Soon I start to pick up some speed. She moved her hand down to her pussy and starts to play with it and rub her clit. I pick up more speed and I softly start to spank her ass. She raises herself up on her hands and she is matching my jabs with her thrusts that I am fucking her hard and fast now with my hands spanking her ass hard enough for me to see my hand prints on her cheeks. Oh my g-o-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-
By the time I got everything put together and ready for filming, it was January of 2010. I learned a lot from Cameron and used some of his technology. The movie was ready for release over the Thanksgiving holidays of 2010. The Lone Wanderer and Dogmeat were a smash hit in Fallout the Wastelands. Kids flocked to it over the next month. Robbie did a great job as a Lone Wanderer. Although we did not win any Academy Awards, we were nominated for seven awards. It did not smash any of Avatar's records, but came second to a lot of them. The movie cost just under $200 million to make, and final net gross was just under $2 billion. I was in for 20% of the net gross, making me just under $400 million. New Vegas was released in October of 2010, and even though Bethesda Studios said it was not a sequel to Fallout 3, we treated it as a sequel, to get the Lone Wander and Dog Me back in the film. We started filming in the spring of 2011, and released the move Fallout New Vegas over the Christmas vacation in 2011. The same cast was back for the sequel, and the movie was another big hit. The costs were the same and we net gross was just over $1.5 billion. I did pretty good with those two movies. Even though it is a lot of work to write the script, direct the movie, and be the producer. The financial rewards are worth it. About this time I had finished up with the book. Damn it was over a thousand pages long. It was time to find a publisher and get it reduced down to readable form. I got a hold of Random House, and they sent out some people to go over the draft manuscript with Shannon and myself. Being a writer I could follow what they were suggesting as improvements on the book, and where I had too much filler material. They took the draft back with them to New York, to be reviewed. A couple of months later Shannon and I flew to New York and signed a deal with Random to publish our book. The book was scheduled to be published in April of 2012, but after I reviewed the final draft, I was not 100% happy with it, and I did some rewrites in different chapters. Finally I all came together, and was to be published in June sometime. Just before the release date, we got a call from Oprah Winfrey's show, they wanted to do a special show on us, to coincide with the book release. I did not have much to say about this, as Shannon jumped all over it, and said that we would be there. The show was to be taped in New York City, and the show was to be shown on NBC television as a primetime special, and not on Oprah's TV network. The day of the special was scheduled to be taped, the book had not been released yet, but it had been published, and was in print. I left Shannon at NBC Studio, and I went down to Random House's warehouse to procure some books for the audience and Oprah. The show started and they introduced Oprah to a rousing applause. Her introduction of us went something like this. I would like to have you all welcome my two special guests. They are a couple of Hollywood's biggest icons. She has three Academy Awards to her many credits, and he is an Academy Award-winning director-writer-producer, with one Academy Award for Best Actor. They have four huge smashing movies in the last five years, Welcome and Welcome Back Mr. President, and the two Fallout movies. They also have written a new book called We Did It Our Way. Would you please give a big New York welcome to Shannon Summers Wright and Herman Thomas Wright? She yells at the end. Shannon walks out on stage without me, as I have not arrived yet. She whispers in Oprah's ear, telling her what I am doing. Oprah's nod at her head, and continues on without missing a beat. Shannon tells me that Tom will be here shortly. He is out trying to obtain a special gift for all the people in the audience. She informs them. She goes on to interview Shannon on her career, and the family. Finally, she tells the audience that Shannon was kind enough to give them a tour of our home at the farm. She proceeds to show the short film of our home as she and Shannon narrate the various places in our home. At the end of the film clip, I showed up with a copy of the book for Oprah. She introduced me to the audience. She just loves to call me Herman and drag out my name. The book is not about the stars of Hollywood and the secrets of their lives. It is a book about our lives and the accomplishments that have occurred in our lives. In some places it is rather sexual graphic. Oprah directed the discussion on the book through our lives, as both Shannon and I filled in the missing blanks. We both told the audience on how we first met at the Sands Hotel, and how she surprised me over the 4th of July with her visit. Then I visited her over Thanksgiving, and she returned the visit over Christmas. How we packed my things up and I headed out west with her. We describe in a little more depth our first big fight, the one she talked about when she won her first Academy Award. And how our life took off after winning all the awards for Winner Takes All. We told them how we handle our newfound success, and the pressures it took on our time. We talked about building Windy Acres our farm and the remodeling that we have done to it so far. We discussed our family life, 
and how difficult it is to be famous parents trying to raise children. Oprah then asked me, Can you describe the ordeal that you went through with Shannon on the birth of the girls? I had to relive that extremely difficult experience over again. It is something that is never out of my mind. The waiting was the worst, both Sarah, Shannon's sister, and I just sat there without anyone around to ask any questions about what was happening. We waited five hours before the doctor came into the waiting room. I told Oprah. If I knew where the operating room was, I think that I just might have barged in there to see what was going on. I said with a slight smile on my face. Thankfully everything turned out okay in the end. I go into more details about this in the book. I informed the audience. What about the sex scene in Welcome Mr. President? Did you have sexual intercourse with Shannon? Oprah asked me with an evil smile on her lips. I will answer that question at the end of the show. I told her with a half chuckle. She then turned over to the audience for 20 minutes of questions and answer session. She then introduced our children to the audience, unbeknownst to us. The kids fill everyone in on what it is like to have us as parents. I was quite proud of them all on how they answered the questions put forth to them. And of course Oprah had to ask TJ on how it was to be filming your parents having sex on the set. He looked over to me for help on this question. Oprah, would you please open the book I gave you, to page 450 and read the part that I have outlined in yellow for you, please? I asked her. She turns to the page and lets out a scream. Oh my god, I can't believe it! She shouts out loud. She goes on for a few minutes, and then she says, I won't reveal what is said in the book, but it is pretty sexual explicit. She then turns to TJ and says, Now that it is out in the open, can you answer my previous question on how it was like filming that scene with your mom and dad having sex? You have to realize that not only am I their son, but the whole crew is there, and we are filming our bosses have sex. Everyone was extremely nervous about the situation. There is a lot of nudity, especially of mom, going on during the filming. We never do see the penetration, but you could hear them doing it. Dad had four cameras filming the scene so he could edit it later. That is why the movie did not have hardly any nudity in it during that scene. He paused to catch his breath. As kids most of us all have at one time or another barged into our parents' room when they were having sex and thought nothing of it. This this was different. Don't ask why, it is hard to explain. Standing there watch your mom and dad doing it in front of cameras was very erotic. Our crew has done plenty of scenes where there was sexual encounters done by actors and actress. But I don't think we watch it done when the actors were married to each other in real life and put so much love into the scene. He paused again for a sip of water and continued. There was a certain amount of electricity in the air as they made love to each other. Being man and wife, their love for each other seemed to flow right through the scene, making the sexual part that much more real. He paused again to collect his thoughts. When they were done with the scene, my guess it seemed to take 10 to 15 minutes to film it all. The whole crew was standing there with their mouths hanging open for the pure shock of how real it was. It was funny, mom and dad are done with the scene, and dad is looking around, and no one is doing anything but standing there like a bunch of dummies with our mouths open, and he yells cut, and will someone please brings us our robes. TJ reported to the audience. He then looked at me and asked well what did I think. I just gulped and said man was that ever hot. TJ gave a nervous laugh. Shannon was sitting next to me with her face beat red from TJ's explanation of that scene. The two hours seemed to fly by us fast, and soon it was time to end the show. We had one last surprise for all those in the audience. Oprah announces. Tom has made it possible for all of you to receive a copy of their book. She also informs them. And then and both Shannon and Tom will stick around and sign anyone's book for them. She shouts. Good night and thank you for being here. And thanks to my special guests Shannon, Tom and family also. Oprah says as she finishes the show. We were there till past midnight signing books. Also the show did extremely well in the ratings. NBC was very happy with the show. And we won our time slot. And was in the top 10 for the year. Epilogue. Time continues forward. Like for the rest of the human population, we gracefully grew older. The kids took over our companies, the boys had the production company, and the girls had the distribution company. They were doing a great job. The book did real well for us, as it was on the bestsellers list for a long time. The proceeds from the book went to the various charities including the Actors Fund of America. They say that old actors never retire, they just fade from sight. I guess that is what happened to us. When we both cleared the age of 65, we retired from acting and sold the farm in Hollywood, and retired to our estate in Hawaii. 
but all through our lives we did it our way. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.